되겠지 오늘 밤도 길겠지 분위기 타겠지 졸졸 따라올 테지 난참 바쁜 편 I got a cute to my phone To any for another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is Ash speaking um, after a brief hiatus, um, a nice little summer cold, but all better, thankfully. And we have a special guest here, well, not a special guest. Um, he's part of the Not Your Average Netizens family. He's just been gone for a little while, but he's back. Hello. He's back, in fact. And it's Mr. Noah. Noah is here. Noah. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be back because we do have a lot to talk about. Yes, you came back at the right time. Noah yes, from I the did. North, you are back. And also we have Tim, Mr. Murdy, Murder Business. Tim. Go Oop Summer! Woo! He's also very excited because all his girl. favorite scantily clad girl groups are coming back. Oh my summer God, I'm going to be dancing in GOT7 all summer. <laughs> With their scantily clad sports lacrosse college God sports themes. I bet AOA doesn't even know what lacrosse <laughs> freaking was until whoever came up with their concept decided on it. But anyway. I don't even care about that. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, know you, I know you guys. Nine muses. Nine muses! Yeah, and nine muses. I know you do not care. Um, yes, but as usual, we have a lot to talk about. Comebacks, I mean, that's just a consistent thing. If you're a K-pop fan, there's always comebacks going on. So, um, I will start off because this is um, a group that just came back, just slammed into the charts with their new mini album, and are just slaying everywhere. Slaying everyone, my queens, my K-pop savior is Mama Moo with their um, new um, mini album, um, Peaky Funk, and it, it's it's just I you know for them I really feel like I know Kiara kind of who bless her heart is not here, um, but um, kind of takes offense to it because she's. Um, Wonder Girls, fellow Wonder Girls fan, but they are on hiatus, and I feel like you know there was kind of a hole in my heart when they went on hiatus and they left, and I feel like Mama Moo is really kind of like filling that place for me, and um and even more because as much as I love Wonder Girls, I will say objectively that they are a more talented and and better group, so um just vocally and and performance wise, and so. I mean, everything they do is heaven for me. I will say that, um, um, uh, oh, oh, yes, or oh, yeah, um, is not my favorite of their title tracks. 
it is more generic. However, I do realize that that is for a reason because they are obviously trying to be uh, more public friendly. And um, actually with um, their um, album and everything just being released, this song is actually their first song to be, um, first song to like chart on um, a lot of the um, Korean digital charts. So Gaon and Melon, um, it's charting in the top 10. Um, it's, it's really the first one to really get trending. So, I mean, as much as people are kind of, some people are kind of complaining, oh, it's not as distinctive as, you know, their older stuff, um, it is getting more attention. Um, and it is getting them uh, more uh, attention from the general public who may have not may have been put off from their kind of retro style prior to that. And um, the thing is, is that it's kind of um, a gateway drug to the rest of their album because you get brought in by um uh, oh yeah, and then you get to the rest of the album, and the rest like of it Brown is like, girls. and then it's just like Mama Moo. It's it, it's it's awesomeness the rest of the way through. You have of course Aoop is on there. Um, Freaking shoes. A lot of it. It still has a lot of their sassy sound. Um, kind of a, kind of has an R and B kind of retro sassy kind of um, kind of sound. They obviously all sound good. Um, they've written some tracks. Mule um, uh, and Twasa have uh, co-written co. -written, co produced a few tracks on the album. So um, it's just it's just awesome. I, I like I said, I don't have a problem with um, you know, like I said, it's 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 I still like the song and the awesome thing about being a Mumu is that even if it's not if the song you don't love the song as much as the other songs with Mama Moo, you always know that they're going to kick it out of the park performance wise. They always bring it, and of course. Ash, I gotta stop you because you've you've <laughs> you've actually gone on this rant and not mentioned their problematic music video, and that's clearly what we all need to talk about. Like, I get okay. it. The album was fine, and they did a Brown Eyed Girls to get everybody in. I get it. We're cool. We got that. It's a good. A it's a good album. Yeah, because I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna have to talk about that because. But can yeah. <laughs> okay. But let's okay. Before that's Tim, weird. Let's before, talk before about Tim, the video. I really don't think it's that problematic. But I can understand where people see the issues. I honestly think it's more. I don't know. I don't care. I can't see the issue with date rape. I mean, because in my opinion, I feel like no, I feel like it's a joke. It's a joke. No, you were I know. No, I know. But you, you got me. I was like, I sat there for a minute. I was like. That was a cold-hearted joke. <laughs> okay, because the thing I'll is, no, you weren't here for our last, it was a podcast, last podcast or the podcast before last no. we talked about. Um, it was it C, was it uh, C, I can't remember, CLC or, which is the other group? It was what CLC. They came out have the song where they basically, you know, have the typical kind of girl group. Um, storyline and their envy of stalking a guy and going through his things and just being complete creepers and breaking all kinds of laws and things um, because they think this guy's cute and being just creepy and weird. So for me, I was like, well, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, that's just kind of like uh, poking fun at all of that. I mean, they're dressing up as guys and they're to me, it's like kind of poking fun at the whole 
that whole kind of cliche thing of, you know, the whole date rape stalking is cute and funny trope that's used in Korean MVs. I don't know if it's like because in Korea to be kind of stalkerish, follow a girl, pull her, like, if you go to Korea, you can see, like, on the streets, uh, like, uh, guys who work for clubs, they pull in, they pull the girls. They, t they don't even, like, oh, hi, it's, you know, like, if you go to uh, Acapulco, or if you go to here in uh, Europe, you go to Mallorca, or uh, Ibiza, you can see guys coming, like, oh, hi, there's the club, and they go to girls and kind of get them into the club. Like, in Korea, they pull the girls, they have no shame, and like, stalkerish behavior, behavior kind of, what's it, what do you say, is kind of uh, seen as normal or okay, even if it's not, I totally disagree with it. I don't, so I don't know if they're trying to poke fun at that, by making, by I girls doing the same. I personally would on that, just because the whole tone of the music video is, is 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 very light and I mean you know they're cross dressing yes. so that's that's another that's another MV trope in itself yeah. is cross dressing I mean you know guys do it all the time yeah, you know um, girls I mean, I've, I've been I've been there's been several like uh, articles about that like guys don't know to stop like this that's a normal thing in Korea so I'm I'm wondering because I'm not Korean so I don't know but if it if they are actually trying to make fun of it and because we are outsiders we're not getting it. Um, well, I but mean, I, w I will be um, forthright and say that, you know, I will say personally, I don't have any particular insight into the music video, and I haven't read anything as of yet where anyone from Mamamoo or anyone has said specifically, like, our music video is meant to, you know, you know, put this, this, and this across. But, and so what I'm, my opinions is basically how I'm choosing to interpret it so yeah. you know I'll, I'll say that that much. yes but but then again like they're not the direct the directors or they're not the, the ones who made the concept like they probably just follow with it and but anyways uh, before Tim goes on a rant I want to say <laughs> I am a moo moo now I am on the mama moo train Yay! I am so blown away like sorry I know this is not your type of song Ashley, but for me, this is my I still thing. Love it. It's like uh, the song was all right, but when they performed it, like they had like a showcase in the Philippines or somewhere. Yeah. I swear, I swear to God, Hwasa, that's my bias. That's my girl. Her the queen. Body her queen. Thigh. Her thigh. Oh my God. Just, just be careful. She's real young. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, she's, she's over 20. She's right? legal, but barely. <laughs> Okay, like, let's calm down, guys. She's a 95, so just, just. But girl, I'm gay. I can say this. Like, I want to. <laughs> <be her>, like, <laughs> yes, you're the only one yes. that can't comment on this because oh I have sexual Here we go. Also. Lord yes. have mercy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's I'm like getting shut down on the show. It's gonna be just like every other time where people freak now out you, over dudes, and I just stare, and then I say one know. thing about a girl, and they're like, "Okay, Tim. Okay, Tim." <laughs> now you know how white people feel when they because they can't they feel they can't talk about black issues. You're in the same position. Oh gosh. Get out of here. Anyways, let's go on 
Well, anyways, Mama Moo, I, I love Hwasa's style. Oh my god, they are so delicious and luscious and old. See, like, I have never said anything that graphic, ever. Not but I'm yet. a girl, that's different. I that's, can say that. That's bull. This is some old bull. I mean, okay, I will agree that's kind of unfair to Tim, but cultural standards do um, make it more acceptable, or at least people but, less like, comfortable... I know, but I personally feel more comfortable when Noah says it than if Tim says it. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, because you, because, but, you know, because you know Tim I don't want to. has a right to feel that way. And I know no, she, Tim probably feels the same way, but Noah but, is saying things but, that Tim is she's, not. She's funny, right? I don't care when people talk about dudes <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're delicious. I'm like, all right. I have personally <laughs> never said that about Top to be to, to just to say. You've said some suspect things about Top, okay? I have never said It doesn't. Like listen, Noah has said. This doesn't bother me. Noah even talking about uh, Hwasa doesn't bother me. It's the fact that she's so young that I don't think it's okay. If if we were talking like... And How she old was is like, she? Like, well, she's a 95. Like you said, she's, she's a 95. That's my, my still math, young. My math sucks. She's 20, right? She's 20. So in Korea, she's 21. Like, she's a 95, dude. Oh, <laughs> Come really? on now. That's not, that's not a child. Like, well, I'm, okay, she's I'm not young. that old. That's and, young. And, and in comparison to us, there's a bit of a gap there, but she's still technically she's she's an adult. I mean, if she started dating an idol that was from one of like our respective generations. I mean, she's over eighteen. I can lust for her. I don't actually. <laughs> I don't lust for her, but I can. I can objectify her, and Tim can too. You're not supposed as... to objectify women. <laughs> I, I just want to put it I, out there. I, I'm, I'm Everybody gets on my case. I'm, I'm an equal opportunity to objectify. I objectify yeah, men. I objectify women. Sorry? No one cares Nobody if you objectify men. It's true, but I care. Oh, we lost Ash. I know. I but... don't care when people objectify men. By all means. No, like, uh, and that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not trying to demean her. I'm just saying she is a sexy woman and she owns it. She works it on stage. I and I am on that train where it's crash and burns, I'm down with it all the way. I don't think I don't think a lot of people well, I shouldn't say that. I think that there are some people who don't want to diminish or demean any female when they objectify them. Like when I talk about a female that I find attractive, I am not trying to say that they're talentless hacks that are only here for their beauty. Ever. That's never my intention. I'm just saying, I think this girl's beautiful. Also, she can do this, you know? Like, it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but because I'm a straight man, it's like, you're wrong for that. And it doesn't so, matter if, like, girls do yeah, it to dudes. Guys are like, yeah, objectify me. We're cool with it. But, like, that's you know, the difference, you know, right? It's because guys know, are like, you know why? Yeah, you know why? You know why? You know why? It's the same thing as reverse racism. Like, because the difference is because men are... There's a male privilege, like it's white, like there's white privilege, there's male privilege. Yeah. So, you, yeah, so there's so there's adam, automatic, automatically uh, a power inequality uh, in all relations between men and women. Yeah, yeah no, and, I agree. And, 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 and it's not your it's not Don't your fault. Don't get me wrong. When I'm when I'm complaining, I agree. Yeah, yeah I yeah, agree. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that so, I don't have uh like. I know that right now, if we all walked into a room, my opinion means more than all of your guys' opinion, and that's BS, right? I understand that I have that privilege as a straight man. Like, yeah. I know that. Yeah. That's it. Then, like, that's the bottom line. Unless there was a white dude on our podcast, like, I'm, I'm, I'm there, dude. I'm, I'm right here, finally. <laughs> I made it. Like, that's it. 
Yeah, so... I just also understand that when people talk about it, I'm like, whatever, fine. That's why every time it comes up, I'm just like, I just want you all to know I didn't say it. Like, I wasn't the guy who said the racy thing about this girl. It wasn't me. No. I'm real quick to be like, it's not me. And I do do realize, and I want to say to all the people who are listening, just because I'm gay doesn't make it all right. I know that. Even if it's like... It's playful, we get it. Even if it's playful and it's yes and no because... I don't know because I'm a Caitlyn like Caitlyn Jenner. I'm the middle in some way, but so, <laughs> but it's true. Oh, no, like, you gotta I, watch. I, it. So I know it's, like, it's, it's wrong, but I know the fact as a gay person, I get, I from girls, I get a pass. Like I can do things to like my female friends that my straight friends would never ever ever be able to do. I can like, hey girl, man, you look good. Your ass is tight, tight. And but if a straight friend said that, they'd be like, excuse me. I know you didn't say that. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I would yeah. never say that to somebody <laughs> who I wasn't intimate with. Like, and then I would never do it in public. It'd be like in private, like, "Hey, girl." But I'm the same thing with guys. I'd even like look around. I could be in like an empty hotel room. I'd like look around and be like, "Your ass looks good." Run away real quick. Like, I'm yeah, not like, raping her. Like, I put my hands up right outside. <laughs> I didn't harass her. Like that's that's what you gotta do. Yeah, but it's not it's not we like like we say. Oh, I wanna pat that. Oh, like we're not specifically t- talking about well, there's like. There's no intent behind it. Like that's part of it too. No, 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 no. Again, if I say something about a female, people will take it like I mean something because I like girls. So there can there is an expressed intent, right? If I say, "Hey, this girl's real hot." And that has more impact than you saying it when you're just like, yeah, but girls are icky. Like, you know what I mean? It's a totally different world. Sorry, but the JJs are icky. As right. Well. So, and I understand that. Like, I totally am on board with that. I literally bring it up as a joke. Like, I when I see it, I'm like, haha, because I'm the only straight guy on the podcast. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna bring it up because it's gonna be funny. Like, that's it. Yeah, but as long as you explain what you mean, like, I mean, I love her size, and I because she is not the standard typical girl she has she has like she has hips she has thighs she but like and she is Dude, her lower half is is banging like everybody knows yeah it. she and like she's curvy and she's and she's not shy about it she's not shy about her sexuality and and she owns it in a way that she's not trying to please men she's just owning her body as a woman and i and that's why i'm saying her lip thighs are luscious because i'm like damn girl you are working it yeah yes yeah i'm not i i don't have anything bad to say because i love mamamoo and Hwasa has been my my like body that. since the beginning i just don't say anything <laughs> soccer, soccer cu- culture in korea because there is a soccer culture where and, and like there's a set of norms where guys are allowed to do exactly those things that you see on the videos and it's seen as Normal. I remember what's it? those comedians who uh, talk down to women. Uh, you guys remember them? I forgot. Those three comedians, and they were like uh, persecuted for it. Oh, and, the ones that did it on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them talked about like putting a pill in, like how to get that pretty girl, or, like put a pill in the yeah, girl. Yeah, remember, remember. Yeah, yeah. There's, and that's why. I, and when they, and personally, I think they are personally. I don't know. I'm not an authority, but I think they're making fun of it by making girls do the exact same thing to guys. But they're yeah, playing the guys as well. What do you think, Tim? Uh, so so basically, and, and uh, 
I'm only going to go into it because I feel like it, we would be doing an injustice to not hit both sides of it. Uh, personally, I'll, I'll get it out of the way. Um, I don't think that it's as deep as you guys are saying that it is. Like, your, your assumption, I don't think it's that deep. I think that it was a like comedic choice and it was literally just this will be a funny turn of events because remember that the original target for the date rape drug was not the person that she was pursuing it was the other guy the Jay Leno Big Twin Chin uh, Hwasa that was who was supposed to get it and the point was to get him the hell out of there right like to get him out of the whole situation so I think that um, the way it was supposed to be is that she was just supposed to keep chasing him, blah, 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 all that good stuff, right? And have the time to hit on him in the airplane, all this good stuff, right? Um, and, and I already went on record to say, like, this is one of those moments where people can't take a moment to see comedy. Like, this is done for comedy, clearly. That's the reason that they used girls, and that's the reason it's all girls playing the parts. It's because they want you to focus on the comedy. They don't want you to have the moment of being like, if, it, if there had been one guy in this music video, that's when it would have got bad. That's when it would have got weird. And if, to be honest, they do it enough with guys anyway, and don't right. care. So. so, but on the flip side of things, it's hard to ignore the fact that this there are a lot of problematic things in this music video. Um, it's interesting to see the reaction of like people to the fact that like a girl drugged a guy, and they still were upset. That that was a nice thing to see that people <laughs> generally realize that drugging people, period, is very bad. God bless Drug all of you. Wrong. Um, it it's, good, it's good to see that, though. You don't often see it. Um, I know people were upset that uh, she had such a negative reaction to um, Moonbyul being a dude, or not being a dude, uh, and then there was the issue of, like, <laughs> the aggressiveness of Hwasa and... Uh, what was the other big issue? There was one more. Oh, the just the general stalker feel, right? Uh, personally, like I said, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. But I can see the bad side. And it's hard to ignore the fact that, like, Hwasa's character was really gross. Like, it's, it's hard but to just But you don't like, feel that it's maybe them making... Since they're playing the parts, it's maybe them making a commentary on no, I don't on think it's that, that themselves? No, I don't think it's that deep. I think that it's a it's a... It's just playful, like, you know, I think you guys are taking it as, like, them being like, this is why this guy's a scumbag, and I think the reality is more like, uh, you all, you know that guy who's on, who's always feely, you know that guy who is so attractive but doesn't pay attention to you, you know that guy, like, I think it's just that, and there's nothing beyond that face value, it's just, you know that guy, you know that person that's this, you know that person that's that, and that's it, and it's face value, and boom, let's move on. Like, that's, that's all I think it is. I don't think it's anything deeper than, you know this guy, oh, this dude, you know that guy, like, that's it. Like, on, it, on the tropes part, you hit it, but I don't think it's a intention of showing you anything more than just, like, you know that guy. You know this guy that they always talk about. You know that. Haha, yeah. it's funny. That's it. And mm -hmm. total face value. That's what I think it is. But, again, it's hard to argue the fact that this is problematic. It's problematic to show drugging people in a funny, like, friendly kind of way. No yeah. matter how you cut it, it's hard to do something like that without yeah. being like, this is purely negative. Because at the end, it wasn't negative. At the end, everybody parties and has a good time, and it's fine, and no big deal. I didn't just drug her. It's no big deal. It is a big deal. You drug somebody. <laughs> like, yeah, you, can't, you can't deny the fact that there was a, a play on drugs. Like The the fact that Hwasa's character was kind of blown over, and when she shows up later, it's like, oh, whatever. Like The kind of kidnapping feel that people got, I didn't really get it because she returned Moonbyul to... Uh, 
his her room. So it's kind of <laughs> like uh, she she didn't kidnap her. She took her back to the room that the lady was already in. Like it's yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't understand. So I don't know. I mean, you gotta you gotta do diligence in this. I think it's a bad music video. Um, I think it's just in bad taste. Like it was funny. And me, personally, I don't take it that deep, but I think, when, especially when you're moving forward and you're trying to get fans, this is probably not the time to do that. At the same time, like, if they didn't have this music video, I would be fine, because what they should have done is just recorded their showcase and put that out as the music video, because Lord have mercy can they perform! Well, like, see, that's the thing, that's their, that is their strong point, that's where their, their strength is, is in their showmanship, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I told you, like, even as a moo-moo, like, this isn't, this is far from my favorite song of theirs, it's okay, but then when you see them perform it, you're just like, oh, you know, I, I think I do kind of like it, because they're just so good at performing, and then, good lord, I hope, oh my gosh, if there's any justice, they will perform Freaking Juice, because that is, that is just, it's song, you know, dancing in the club, they, and, and, you know, Plaza, you guys love Plaza and her thighs. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the showcase of them doing freaking shoes, that, you know, you need to see that. So, I haven't um, seen it yet, but I'm, I'm excited. I want to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, that's definitely where their strength is, and um, it's, it's definitely to their um, benefit, you know, that they're doing, that they have the music show thing in Korea, and that that's something that they do because that's where they excel at. So, um, they can get away with not being. Um, they should just stop making music videos and just do live performances. Like, I don't well, understand. Well, you know, I mean, it's part of the process, but I mean, I think it helps them in the long run. That I mean, they're a singing group and they're good at performing because um, I think that's uh, one thing is that with. I mean, and I, I guess that's part of it. Is being a K-pop group is part of being manufactured. Is that everything just kind of becomes wrote after a while, they do so much practicing and, and so much, you know, memorization and everything to get everything perfect, so after a while it's just, you know, it's just robotic, it's just doing things, it's just like Tiara with their sexy sexy doing, you know, the robot, it's, it's just, you know, they do it so much and try and get it on point, so they lose the whole kind of spontaneous performance aspect of it, and um, you, so you don't see a lot of girl groups that, you know, kind of go out of their way to, you know, when you see some, to, you know, see someone like Mama Moo, it's like, oh my gosh, they're so great, but, um, or, you know, see someone like, you know, 21, like YG, where they kind of promote more freedom and less, you know, kind of choreography-based um, performances, um, you know, people, you know, see it as, as really individual because, you know, it's just kind of the nature of K-pop that, you know, everything is kind of on point all the time. So you see someone like Mama Moo and they really stand out. But um, I, I hope they, they kind of do the YG thing and, and perform like several songs from their mini album because um, like I said, I, I think the rest of their album rocks and um, I do like the other songs better than um, uh, Oh Yeah. And so, um, you yeah, know, I hope they end up performing those two. But um, like you said, um, you know, Tim, you've talked about several times, you know, that they're kind of pulling your brown-eyed girls with doing um, kind of a more, um, you know, a more general, like, friendly song to the public. And it's, I mean, it's working. They're trending. They're hitting, 
number one on on digital webs uh, Korean um, digital sites. I mean, they're they're well, ranking in top ten for like the first time ever. Here's here's the thing, like, and I and I said it when we had the huge debate about brown eyed girls in general, like, and and I stick to it. I I feel like sold out has become such a negative concept just because people feel like uh, they need to stick to just the artistry. Well, I don't when, think like, they're selling the out end. either. Well, I mean, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I understand what you're saying, but literally yeah. before this, you said that they made a song that's friendly to the public to get more notoriety. In general terms, that's what people call selling out. And I think that's the hard part. That like, It's like a bitter pill because you hear the word sell out and people are just like, no, no. Every group that yeah. has had a successful hit if they haven't been a generic concept in the beginning, it's because they sold out to get to that point. It's fine because some people are better when they sell out. Some people's concepts get better as they sell out. Another perk uh, to selling out is the fact that you have sold. The key word here is that you actually have sold things by selling out. You have now made money. You have the ability to do more with your with your fame, with with your right. talents. Which and is why I don't exactly think it necessarily has to be a negative connotation in that instance because it's not so, so don't much be so to... defensive when I say it. Like, it's, oh, it's not... I, I wasn't being defensive. I'm just saying hey, it being it in that sense. Like I, I agree with you in, in the sense that it's not so much selling out as being like a bad thing. It's, you know, they're doing it. I mean, it's a good thing. They're doing it to get more, you know, to being more popular to be in variety. Selling out is not necessarily a bad thing. In I mean, I mean, it, it, like it might be. Done. It might be a commercial song, but I don't think it's a bad. It's a good song. I mean, I mean you can know selling it. Selling out again. Selling out doesn't mean. Yeah, exactly. It's it doesn't mean it's bad. Like, and the the reason that I say that you have like this negative connotation to it is because when I told you that brown eyed girls did it, you defended it for so long, and it's like. <laughs> It, everybody, I don't know anybody who wouldn't say that Brown Eyed Girls sold out to make that song, with the exception of people who became fans because of that song. And I'm not saying well, that happened to you, but I'm saying that, like, generally that's how it goes when people get into a group after they sold out or whatever, and I'm using quotes here, like, that's when they get mad. I knew of Brown Eyed Girls before that song came out, and I wasn't even mad that they sold out, because I heard the song and I was like, this is a banger, good job. Like well done, you're gonna get a ton of fans. And what happened? They got tons of fans, and yeah. then they went back. To I mean, I mean, I think even the term "sold out" it's so outdated and so lame. Like, please, it's still just... a term, though. It's an important term, and it doesn't necessarily. The problem is that but, people yeah. still have such a negative connotation of it. But it's important to know when a group has changed their image. Like that's all it dictates. When you sell out, you have changed your image to cater to the general public. That is literally what that word means. A hundred percent. That's what that word means. So yeah, I mean, you just got to take it for what it is. Would you be a fan of Mamamoo if not for the song? If they had done another song like Piano Man or... Um, no, Mozart? I would not. Be, like, but that doesn't mean I like only commercially viable songs. I'm just saying, like, for me, this song is fits. Like, it's, it's, it's the most summery song. It's the, so far the best song of this stuff. Right, but I'm pretty sure that your, con your complaint about Mamamoo before was that their concept was boring, right? No, but your, their title songs and their concept... They, yeah, like, uh, please, like... How many times can you do WAP 60, 70 style? Like, a, like no, not even 70, like 60 style. Like, right, yeah, right. It, it's cute. This, is, and they're this is what I'm saying. That was their image, though. That was what they catered their sound around. And even the rest of their, their album is that similar Ooh, style. Like, no, I, I don't like even the term sold out because they didn't sell out. They just tried a new concept. And it's more like if you feel it's more commercially viable, yes, maybe it is. 
but it doesn't mean it's a bad song. It doesn't mean they're sold out. It just, they, selling they, out yeah. doesn't mean you did something bad. I, do, I don't. Yes, it does. You cannot no, take it away. No, it does not. No, it selling doesn't. Out, selling so I think out, the no, thing here is selling that you can use selling saying. out. Selling out and means you have changed your concept for public consumption. That is what you selling out means. You guys are selling out. out you you are selling out this is you I are guarantee you that there are going to be Mamamoo fans that do not like this song yeah. because yeah. of the fact that it is catered to the general and public and, and not okay. their original and sound. And that's okay. So they sold out to them. That's what I'm saying to you. I don't. No, but I don't. I don't agree. Like it's okay. We don't. You have didn't like Mamamoo before this, and now you like no, them because. But it, does, but it doesn't. But it doesn't mean I like them because they sold out. It just means I you like. You do that like song. them because they sold out. No. I, okay. Okay. Let's I agree that you guys see sold out is two different. Things. But selling out means you are betraying. That their song is more pop. Main yes, mainstream than what they've done before, yeah, and, and as a agree. result of that, they're getting more attention. Now, whether you view that as selling out in a negative or a positive way, that's I don't due to your interpretation of selling out. However, I think we all agree that they're doing a good job of promoting the song. Yeah. And that's basically what matters because they're, I think at the end of the day, they're a great group and they put 120% into promoting everything. And so that's the thing. If they weren't as good performers as they were, a lesser group could not make this song work. No. So I think that's yeah. part of it. Uh, as well. my, my, like, I just want to. I want to. I want to keep this short. I'm just saying that selling out feels for me like when I hear it, the 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 the, the pictures that goes off in my mind is that someone is betraying who they are or what they are about to satisfy people to satisfy other people. Uh, and uh, that's why I feel like selling out is very negative. Like it's like associated like oh if you are a person of a diff like a specific ethnicity, and you are and you are uh, like ignoring where you're coming from to make other people happy. And it's it's the same. It's like you for me, you cannot get away from the fact that selling out ha does have some negative connotations, even even if it not might be even if not, even if it might not be how you feel, Tim. For me personally, that's how I feel. And I think generally, people do think that selling the word selling, the word selling out, is does have negative connotations. That's fine, and I'm not arguing that that's not the that's not true. My point is that it, it's hard to argue that this isn't a case of that. And while you don't feel that way, you also weren't a fan of them before it happened. I was a fan of them before they, this happened, and I think that this song is kind of a sellout. But I also understand why they did it. They made a commercial, a commercially available song to pull people into an album that is very much so Mamamoo. Like, if this sells their album, that's fine. But you can't just sit there and go, oh yeah, you, like, this is my problem, right? Because people like them, they're not going to call it selling out. It's only... When when people when they don't like the way the path that you take, that's when people get mad. So I guarantee you, there's Mamamoo fans, and I've seen them comment that they don't like this song, that it doesn't feel like Mamamoo. There's a million excuses for why people don't like the song. Sure, when they see them perform it, it changes. Everybody's opinion on Mamamoo changes when you see their performances. That's the general draw of that group, and I completely agree with Ash on that. But to say that this concept isn't drastically different from the previous two slash two and a half, I guess you could call it, with the song that they co-promoted. 
it. Like, yeah. you would be lying to say that it's not a change, a drastic change, the same as Brown Eyed Girls took a drastic change to make a commercial hit with Abracadabra. What did they do after they did it? They went back to being Brown Eyed Girls. That's totally fine. But you can see that song and see that that is the genesis of their popularity and see that it is completely different from everything else Brown Eyed Girls. How do you say that's not a song where they sold out? That is what that song is. Mm, yeah, like I just don't like the word, but okay, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's it, that's you guys have two different views on that word. I kind of agree with both of you on that, but um, my only my last word on this is that Mama Moo are amazing and awesome, and like a, as a Moo Moo, I you know I'm totally fine. I don't need them to win awards. To validate their existence, they've already won in my eyes. Um, so, <laughs> so for Aww. me, with all the other Aww. girl groups coming out, I don't care. You know, everyone's already talking about the war of the girl groups because this is girl group summer. I don't care who ends up winning. Um, you know, they've already won to me. But there are a ton of other people that have yet to still come out. Um, they're still posting teasers, um, for that matter. We've got uh, AOA and Sistar. They're going to be um, debuting their new um, songs and MVs fairly soon. Um, AOA has um, AOA um, dance group. I don't you dare group call it or, AOA 7. It's AOA. I don't, I don't know what to call them. Did, 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 they're AOA. They're Whatever. AOA because okay. nobody cares about that member who I doesn't saw you. I saw you make a comment on, on Omona because I was like, I'm not going to call him AOA 7 because Tim has an issue with that. Um, but the it dumbest is, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but they, um, AOA 7. They promote AOA. This unit is AOA. That's what this unit is. Like, so what but it is, it is the, it, I mean, they AOA did Black have is a, the band. And yeah, AOA White is the segregation. three It was supposed to be the dance unit and the band unit, but I mean, they haven't done the band unit in so long, so it's kind of like, I mean, it, it, is, it, it just the might be AOA at this point. This is my issue, right? And this is why I take such a fuss with it. It has not been until this cycle of promotions that people have really gone gung-ho on calling them AOA 7. It's AOA. It was AOA when they first promoted like this without their member that doesn't want to dance and be an idol. So I don't understand why people are having such a fuss about it. Like... I get it. You want the band, do. but there's a group called AOA Black, and that's where the band is. So call for AOA Black. Don't just call yeah, it AOA Seven. I, I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like come on, like they have eight girls in AOA Black, and they 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 ex like and the thing no, they do not. AOA well, Black it's, it's is not, not actually. Girls. It's it's only like five of the girls, right? Because it's, it's some five, of the girls that and the the other three okay. are. Are AOA White. So do not say AOA Black has eight members. There is no unit. Because some of that the girls in okay, I don't, I some don't know, girls in the dance the dance unit are not in the band unit. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I get and it. Most Maybe. popular members aren't in the band. <laughs> like this is but, important. But how many times have the dance unit promoted either? Like like members, right? Yeah, but that's well, I mean, the only yeah, 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 and that's why. And that's the knowledge that the dance unit is way more popular I, than the band. <laughs> that's think, why we see them more. I think personally, it's because like a lot of uh, K-pop media has brought it up. Like, what happened to the eighth girl uh, in AOA Black? Well, see, like, the thing why? Is like, I... and I do agree with them. Eighth girl, AOA, not AOA yeah, Black. Yeah, well, AOA, 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 the eighth girl. Like, if they're gonna have like all, almost all the members in in AOA, 
accept her. I don't get why. Like, but see, her? this is oh, irrit kind of irritates me because people are like, oh, what about why? What about Yu Kyung? She's the, the drummer. This age. You know, poor her, poor her and everything. And I'm like, it's like uh, Tim said, I, it has been stated by her and by the, the company, um, by FNC, several times, the, the reason why that when she joined AOA, that she specifically just wanted to be a drummer. That's all. She's only interested in the band part. She doesn't want to be a dance. She didn't want to learn dancing. She didn't want to do singing. She didn't want to be an idol. So apparently she's fine being just a part of the band. You know, she apparently she drummed. She's a drummer for other other groups. She goes to school, and so you know when she signed a the contract, you know she was like, I don't want to be part of that. And so I, you know, I I just I don't feel like I I feel. It's kind of like this weird pity thing, and I'm like, well, obviously she didn't want to be a part of the whole I, idol I, sexy thing. I mean, she didn't, so she wanted to be a part of the band. So I mean, I would rather her be doing, you know, other stuff that she is interested in than having them for, you know, force her to, you know, be doing the cutesy, sexy stuff, and she's, you know, sitting there waiting for them to bring the band back when she's. You know, instead of actually doing stuff where she's in school and and you know doing stuff that she's interested in, um, you know, I don't, I don't know, I just don't get the feeling that it's a situation where she's in, um, in a position of you know where she's disadvantaged here, you know, because I think people keep bringing her up like she's like the lost member, but people can tend to forget, you know, she's not in the, um. The, the the popular menu. version of AOA because she's she not in the menu. to be yeah, yeah. That, and that's that's my issue right like I have no problem with people saying that she's in AOA that's fine but this unit promotes with her without her like that that's the way it was set up because she wants to play the drums she doesn't want to dance she doesn't want to be an idol what are they winning on right now on the fact that they're promoting like idols so there's no room for her right now. Sorry. Like, maybe they'll do some band stuff later. Who knows? We don't know. We, we have no idea. FNC's always made their career on band stuff. And um, there was a user, uh, uh, Benihimi, like, 89, I think is her name. I'm sorry that I'm forgetting it because she always talks to me and she's a great listener. Um, but, uh, you know, she brought up that they could promote AOA Black in Japan because they eat they eat that stuff up from FNC. Like they're all their groups are really popular in Japan. So do that. But don't don't you know call AOA seven don't call this main unit AOA seven. That's what bothers me. It's AOA. Like this unit is AOA. And it, it's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people, but it's AOA. That's how FNC promotes them. They don't call them the second dance unit or whatever. Like when you see their banner roll across their screen it says AOA. That's it. So I mean, just and the thing is, is, is that the truth is, is that even from the beginning when they promoted the band, they promoted that they did it both simultaneously to kind of differentiate them. But you know, when they saw that you know the the, the idol, you know the the dance, whatever the dance portion of the group got more attention, got more money. I mean, whatever the more successful. Um, concept was, of course, that's what they went with. But from the beginning, they were both considered part of, I mean, part of the the group's overall concept. Right. Um, it's just up to them, you know, when they want to 
promote, you know, what what they want to promote or how they want to promote it. Now, as far as their new track, I mean, from what I've heard, I actually kind of like it. Um, I don't really, I didn't really care for all of their Brave Brother, you know, the mini skirt, like a cat, you know, kind of copycat whole thing. And it sounds why are we blaming Brave Brothers different. for that? <laughs> no, why? because they're the ones that did it. I mean, you they really made... think that their label wasn't like, hey, why don't you make a song? Well, just no, of like course. That? I know. I mean, obviously, it's it's Brave Brothers because that's like a signature sound for them, and then obviously, it's also their label because they want to replicate the success of the original song. But I'm just saying that I got bored personally. Got bored with it, so I'm glad that they seem to be moving to something a little more peppy for the summer. Um, it, it, I just like the feel of it better. You know, I was getting bored of that whole kind of sound anyway, just because Sistar started with Alone, and so everyone obviously was trying to kind of replicate that success. So I, I like the sound of it better. I don't know about the whole lacrosse thing. I'm not sure what they're trying to do with that, but whatever. It's probably just going to be cosplay for them anyway. Uh, they just you know, want to be sporty. It's in the music video, so <laughs> there's that at least. Yeah, I mean, it's just an excuse for them to wear you know, teeny uniform uniforms or whatever. To wear skirts, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Skirt, yep. I mean, I don't even know anything about lacrosse, so I doubt they do either. <laughs> no, do. dude, lacrosse girls are, like, the most BA people. Like, if, if you're <laughs> mad because you like lacrosse, you're totally justified, because lacrosse girls are terrifying. They're so cool. Like, I love watching chick lacrosse. It's so crazy. They're well, just I'm... as violent as, like... <laughs> Oh my God! I love lacrosse, so I'm I like I have such a sweet spot because like, oh, I love lacrosse, and then I saw them doing it, I was like, they're not even wearing pads. Like this is depressing. They, it's like <laughs> XO being football players. It's like this would not work they're in the so universe. <laughs> I, again, like at least at least there is like um there is a football league in Korea. It's very very small, but it is there, and people do go watch those games. But I don't know if they have any lacrosse anything, to be honest. And then, like, at least they're in pads and stuff. Like, the EXO guys, at least they were in pads or whatever. But, like, the blatant not even try to be accurate to lacrosse in the AOA video is really sad. Like, let's respect the sport you're trying to mimic a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, give me, give me a little bit. That's all I ask. It's K-pop. Come on. Who cares? Yeah, but EXO just did it. Like, EXO at least put them in pads. Like, I, I can't get as mad at EXO as I am mad at AOA for their blatant, like, we're not even going to pretend we know what lacrosse is. It's oh, just a game yeah. that has They were wearing, like, a football outfit with caps. Sure. You realize that, uh, that people wear baseball caps on the football field, like, when they're on the sidelines, right? That is a thing. It's totally accurate. Yeah, but it's not a part of the official outfit. It's like more That's like fine, but at least they were wearing pads and the proper pants and everything, and right. not girls in skirts <laughs> running around playing lacrosse when you play lacrosse in full pads. Come on, you're, nit you're nitpicking. No, I'm totally serious. Like, that bothers me. I don't like EXO. Why would I nitpick in, in the positive of EXO and the negative of AOA when I like AOA and I think EXO sucks? Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. I don't get anything from that. Okay. Uh, hello? I don't know if we lost Ash, but um, she was kind of talking about the actual sound of the song. I think the song sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about the music video. I probably won't care about it anyways. Um, it's going to be really? so crazy. 
Like, again, I, I'm cool with male gaze. It's fine, whatever. I understand that girl groups are going to do it because that's the audience that they cater to, by all means. Like, I, I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to go on a Mona and complain about male gaze. Like, I'm cool with it. But it caters to the audience that is me. I can't really be like, yeah, I hate that. But yeah. I, mean, I, I think it's going to be generic, thing. so... With, on the topic of the whole male gaze and thing, and that's the interesting thing I've seen some people bring up is, I mean, it's a reality that uh, AOA is, is, has got a... I don't know if I, I, I want to be significantly... has a lot of male fans, but they are a male friendly group, I guess you could say They have that. a lot of male fans, yes. Yeah, they do. Like um, has a ton of male fans, it's the same. But, yeah, but it, it's also well known that male fans are more, you know, finicky um, than female fans. Um, obviously, female fans are where the <laughs> money is. I mean, female fans are obviously where the money is. They're the ones that, you know, buy your, your stuff and, and the ones that stay loyal and stay in your fan and apply for your fan clubs and all that. So it's interesting if they're going to kind of stay with that because some people... I, I mean, I don't know. Some people have been saying for you know that now EXID is, is kind of taking their place and and this sort of thing that they're kind of doing the same thing that now they're getting a lot of the male fans and so you know is AOA gonna you know try and take a different tactic with this or Why are they gonna they? lose fans? I you know I don't know. I mean I just kind of see that as interesting because this is the issue. Ten groups and I have a, I have a huge issue with this and I I think it's basically like my issue isn't with the Korean fans, it's with purely international fans. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea that international fans have that like if a girl group caters to girls, they're gonna be super successful and that's not the way the world works. Like I'm I'm sorry that you guys are hurt by the fact that the majority of the fan base in Korea are a bunch of like between twelve to like seventeen year old high school girls or middle school girls, but that's where it is. And do you know what they want to see? They want to see young boys and that's why boy groups are so much more successful. It's mm. not guys buying their stuff. It's girls. Girls don't care about watching other girls succeed in Korea. That's the unfortunate reality that we live in with though that age group. Um, it's not to say that the rest of the, the, like the older people don't feel that way because brown-eyed girls basically win on girls. Like it's not, a, it's not as many dudes. There's, there's like older dudes that listen to brown-eyed girls, but it's mostly when brown-eyed girls themselves promote, it's mostly older female fans that like that style of music yep. and that's totally fine and that's a that's a group of people that you can cater to when your age hits that when your maturity level hits that right mm. but when you're talking about k-pop and popular k-pop you have to cater to the audience that is going to make you the most money and unfortunately for female girls or fortunately depending on where you sit on this topic like the male audience is how female groups win. They have to attract the male audience. SSD is not popular because they have a lot of girl fans. SSD is popular because of their uncle fans. That's what everybody used to talk about is how incredibly dedicated their uncle fans were. And then, of course, I'm not saying that they don't have female fans because they do. They have a large female fan base. But the people that went nuts for them and warred for them, a lot of them were uncle fans. And people talked about how it was so strange to see how many older guys came out to see SNSD do their, like, genie image and stuff. Like, it is uncle fans that they 
that they uh, gave a lot of love to in the early days and all that stuff, and now not so much, but that's fine because they've already established themselves as popular. So for girl groups, and, and you can tell that that's the way it works because why is EXID popular? Because of a video where Hani was looking babely. Like, you think a bunch of girls decided that Hani was looking babely so they should support EXID? No, that's not how it happened. Like, why is AOA more popular now than they were before? when they went to a sexy image. You think a bunch of girls decided that they thought AOA was hot? No, that's not what happened. Like, people have this weird idea that if you cater to females because a couple of groups have and have made money off of it, that everybody can do it. To anyone has done it. Um, you know, SNSD has their female fan base, sure, and then you could say 4Minute has done it. But all of yeah. them also had sexy images at some point. Not so much with 2Anyone because they don't generally care, but they're also from a label where everybody eats up everything that they do. Same with SM, kind of. But mm. it, it's just the, the way of the world is that you cater to the audience that is going to make you famous. Like that, That's just, especially if you're not on the big label. If you're not on SM, then you know you have to cater to your audience. If you're not on YG, you definitely have to cater to your audience. Like You can even see it with JYP. They cater to their audience. Like GOT7 is totally catering to that age group that I've laid out between 12 and 17, like, that is GOT7's target audience. All of their music <laughs> is targeted for that audience right there. That like, audience, yeah. 100%, boom, this is our audience, this is how we're going to get popular, let's go for it, you know? XO is very similar. Like, you just go after your target audience. There's nothing wrong with targeting the people who are going to like you. Like, I, I just, I don't understand. And, and I get it that sometimes male gaze goes too far, Especially because there's not really, like, a lot of male idols that have to cater to females anymore. You don't get as many really? idols ripping their shirts and stuff as, as they used to. Well, you, you kind of get the it. feeling, like, the ones that do do it, it's more of, like, they don't have to do it, you know? Like, because you see some, like, like I was mentioning before, you see someone, like, 17 come out and just do, like, the cheesiest, most, like, boy bandy things. And it's just, like, people are eating it up. They totally. don't have to. They don't have to. Right, and girls, girl, if you want to be honest, like female gaze is way different than male gaze. Like, yeah. it, like females, like you can get them with like suits and things like that, and you can't. You just can't get guys with suits. You can't put a bunch of girls in suits and have a bunch of guys drool over them. That's just not the way it works. But it, it's the. It, I guess it's the way you look right, at if it, right? You're trying to get the easy, you know, like I said, the easy male fans. They're just gonna be like, oh, they're hot, you know, and come in. Right, and then, and then that's and gonna be a different same, tactic. If you want to get, uh, and you can see it with BTS right now. If you want to get a bunch of female fans, put a bunch of dudes in uniforms, and you're gonna get money. Like it's gonna be money on the walls. It's gonna rain on you. You're gonna need an umbrella, like in a bucket. <laughs> like you're just, it's just the, the it's a difference in what people look for, right? Um, girls, God bless them, are way more open to people being completely and fully dressed, and men, for whatever reason, are like, if there's no skin, I'm out! <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. I, don't I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's another thing also with, with Girls' Day. I was reading something online. Uh, someone was talking about they went to a Girls' Day showcase, and they said um, they were just surprised. I mean, they knew that, you know, Girls' Day is also a group that has a lot of male fans. Um, obviously, that happened particularly when they decided to become, do more of a sexy image, and said, you know, when they went to the showcase, there was a ton of men in the 40-plus range, and they were just like, 
excited and just so happy to be there. And why do you think these, it's mostly girl these, groups that go to the military shows? Like, yeah, no, obviously, yeah. And they, to see these young girls on stage, and this girl, so you know, being one few females, she's like, I was so uncomfortable, and you know, these older guys, and she's like, oh, it was so gross. But I, I mean, that that is that's who they're that is they know that's their that that's their audience, yeah. Yeah, so we got AOA. Um, their track, um, like I said, sounds. I I like the sound of it. It doesn't sound like anything crazy special, but um, I, I think it'll be okay. I mean, from the little bit that I've heard of it, we obviously have not heard the whole thing yet. Um, and then we also have, as Kiara would say, S I S T A R Sistar. Um, coming out with Shake It. Now, their whole their whole um, concept, whole promotional cycle has been kind of weird because when they first did their promotion, they had this thing where they they had these kind of silhouettes and it was heavily implied that they were each going to be like, um, going to be like, uh, like being promoting, each girl was going to be um, like a, a, a DC Comics character, right? So, like, it was heavily applied. It wasn't, like, outright said, but you could tell with, with, the, with the way that the, the, the silhouettes were done and everything that, you know, uh, Tossum was, was, was kind of supposed to be Batgirl, um, I think. Um, Soyu was supposed to be Poison Ivy. Um, Shoren was going to be Catwoman, and, um, Bora was going to be, um, Holly Quinn. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't, and then, now, like, the, the MV teasers has come out, it's, it's, like, completely different. Like, Bora still has kind of the same hair and everything, but it's basically, like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, whatever. All and of I, their styling is the same from the silhouette. It's just no longer them going yeah, to that image is what's making people mad. Yeah, and I don't Which know. Which is silly. I, I don't know why people are mad. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, from what I understand, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some kind of like copyright thing, or you know, they got kind of skittish and was like, you know, and, you know, we might have to like, you know, make, you know, they might have gotten contacted from someone or whatever, and just decided to drop it because I remember that was kind of something that happened with Orange Caramel. I think when they had their I think when they did their whole Magic Girl thing, and they tried to do like a Disney thing, and they got, of course, they, you know, they got, you know, the call from Disney because you know nobody does Disney but Disney. So you know they have to be kind of careful with that. So I think maybe that was an early concept thing, and then they decided to drop it. So now it just kind of seems like a generic kind of touch my body thing. Um, the song, from what I've heard of it, it doesn't sound. Um, I mean, it sounds okay. I haven't really heard enough of it. Um, I really hope it's more along the lines of kind of, I swear, because while some people, cause some people are already kind of complaining about, um, from the MBTs we've gotten so far, they've also got kind of a male gazy dance from what we've seen. They're shaking their butts at the camera, and bending over. Um, but, um, you know, I can forgive it. Somewhat of the song is good. I can't tell, you know, from what we've heard so far. It's so. gonna be crap. It's gonna be like. I'm, I, I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of sad because I would, I would have. <laughs> yeah, Tim's gonna love it. Um, yeah, I, sure I am. I am kind of sad because I would have loved the kind of um, 
the comic book girl angle, but you know, I can understand why maybe if they had planned that, they would have dropped it. So, but that was, I think people were just excited because that would have, for K-pop, that would have been something different if they had, you know, went out. But also, um, you know, I think that's also something if they wanted to do Starship, probably doesn't have the money or the, you know, whatever to go all out with. Oh, maybe yes, like a bigger, big three no, company. They yeah, they, they, and, they belong to low end. They do. They don't. They they're not. Lowen's not going to give them that money to do all that though. Like if they were, then why hasn't any of their other concepts been more expensive? Like they're not going to do it. You need no, to. No, I'm just saying. Like if they were going to like three. No, no, no. You need a. You would have been able to do it. But you need a label that's willing to put the money down. Like that's something that YG would do. YG would put yeah. the money down for a music video to be ridiculously over like. Uh, uh, over budget, like the the Big Bang videos and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. like they're clearly willing to do it. If they were on YG and they released those teasers, I'd be like, then I would be upset that they didn't do it. But for me, I'm just like, thank God, because it probably would have been an embarrassing outfit for somebody. Like the Batgirl outfit would have been embarrassing, or the yeah. fight scenes would have been depressing. Like there yeah, would have been true. something about it that would make me be like. Oh, God, because they're not going to be willing to put the money in. That's it. Like, can these girls pull off the concept? Yes. Can Lowen afford to do it? Yes. Will they? No. Not a chance. I think that's the thing that, that that's the, the key, like what Tim is saying, is that maybe they do have the money, but I don't think that they're, they don't have enough to where they're like, you know, we're willing to like just, plot this down to do but it, you know, when there's an option to do something cheaper that the fans will still eat up, you know, but let, we don't but have to do honest. this concept. But let's be honest, <laughs> like, Starship has never been the ones to put put in a lot of money. Yeah. Any yeah, of the honest, or, like, even their sets, like, even even if they had the money, like Kim said, the, the result would be so tacky, because, uh, let's be honest. Yeah. Starship, Starship artist styling is always tacky. It's almost as tacky as JYP. <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets bad. Like I totally agree, and that's why, I, like when I saw it, I was just like, I'm glad because I don't want to be sad if somebody does do that concept. Now, if they were gonna go all in and deep money on it, sure. But literally, like people got hype over some Instagram pictures. Like, bro, it's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you guys. I that's mean, true. yeah, they were. Yeah. We didn't see yeah. them in makeup. We just saw the coloring and the hashtags that were clearly implying this kind of thing. You could like. It would be like if a bunch of, if like a boy group did the same thing with like the Suicide Squad members, and then they were like, "JK." Oh we're gonna god! Oh, god like, sure. It's it's the same concept. That's like something it's Super just, Junior would do. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's like something a, a lot budget. of. And we know SM has the money, and they would just. But they, they would... also won't spend it on a music video. They yeah, they would. They would still like, like just be like, ah, whatever, just throw whatever on them. Yeah, so I, I have a feeling like this is not, I don't know, with AOA and Sister, I don't feel like, the, I'm getting this feeling of, uh, you know, this is gonna, isn't going to be exceptional, but it'll be okay, but this is not going to be like breakout uh, summer song, you know, for, for either of them. I'll, I, I could definitely be wrong, like I said, we haven't heard all, either, either song yet, but um. You know, I, I'm not getting, like, Song of the Summer feels from either of them yet. Could be wrong. We also have Nine Muses. Um, uh, yeah. Is also Song of the Summer. Song of the Summer. They've also <laughs> released um, some teasers, um, some sexy summer teasers. Um, 
long as it's summer. <laughs> um, I think if you guys decide to, if you haven't already, and you decide to look up the girl groups coming out, you'll find the theme with a lot of the, there's a lot of kind of athletic, uh, short summer. shorts, summery, summer. yeah, summery kind of uh, um, themes going on here. Um, that will help them really with their male fan base, as obvious um, by Tim here. Um, but Nymuses will be coming back, which is good for them because you know they're kind of a group that people tend to worry about. You know, sometimes you, you know, Nymuses is one of those groups where you don't see for like long stretches just, of time. It's like well, that's because their label's terrible, trash, garbage. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why we worry about them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wish they, they could get off their terrible trash garbage label and go and do something else with their but lives. Aren't they in the same label? Well, that's what Sarah Z did. So. That's Z, Child uh, of Empire? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're on Empire, whatever it's called. Empire something. Yeah. Empire, uh... I whatever. don't know. Yeah, but, uh, that terrible that terrible label. But no, I'm super excited because I love I like I have been such a Nine Muses fan since the beginning. So it's like the more I see people freak out, like going on Amona and seeing how many people freak out about Nine Muses, I'm just like, thank God. <laughs> I think one thing about Nine Muses I will say is that for a long while, one thing you can say about them is they've been consistent. So like if you have someone that's a fan of Nine Muses, you can see why. Like they have kind of a consistent Sound and kind um, of uh, feel as a group, and you can kind of see why somebody be like, you know, I like them and what they do. And I think all of their, mu I think they're in the same kind of breath as like, not not to say that they're in the same kind of breath of of popularity or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. I want to preface this, but they're in the same idea like Kara, where they have established the sound that works and they've stuck to it. Um, yeah. Granted, their sound has been. A slightly different at times, but it's still very much so. Like you hear a song and you're like, "That's Nine Muses. That's got to be," mm -hmm. you know. Like, really? and I think so. I think I since uh, since Ticket, like all of their music has been very yeah. much. Yeah, so. I mean, oh, and it helps music. that they've worked with Sweet Tune on a lot of on yeah. a lot of their songs. So that's why you know they they kind of have that kind of same sound. But yeah, they do kind of have a distinctive sound with them, and like, um, like and uh, just a distinctive Cara, Cara kind of look. Kara does different things, and this is kind of something we brought up, and, you know, I know that me and Ash kind of knocked it around. I don't think you were here when we were talking about it, but no, uh, Noah, but uh, Kara has, like, a distinctive sound, right? So even if you hear them do a, a song that's not necessarily their general style, you can still hear the song and go, I think that's Kara. Like, at least that's how me, both me and uh, uh, me and Kiara felt about it. That's the I same agree. feeling that I get from Nine Muses, where you can hear, like, if, if you took if you gave me Ticket and then Gun, for example, I would say this is the same group doing different things. Because it still feels the same, but the sound is a little different. Like, yeah. that's the same with Kara. If you took, if you gave me Mister and you gave me Pandora, I'd be like, yeah, this is the same group. Just doing yeah. something different, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't follow my music at all. Oh, that's okay, that's okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, like I said, with Nine Muses, they're not... A in, intensely popular, but they do have like a group of like hardcore fans. Yeah, they do. Where I can see, you know, I can see why they would, why they have an aesthetic that appeals to people. I guess is a good way of putting it. Um, also, Girls' Generation is going to be coming back soon. We don't know anything really about their comeback, but we've there's been um, 
Um, they've been photographed with some new hairstyles, and they've been have some new hair colors and things like that. Um, allegedly, some nose jobs. Tail, I you know, I I don't know. I don't try to get involved with that because I, you know, I I'm not an authority on really, unless it's like really obvious. You know, I I you know, I'm not trying to be the person that's really like that's definitely a nose job. Yeah. Um, especially with with K-pop, it's just there's no point. <laughs> I think at this point. Um. But um, you guys have anything? That I don't think either of you guys are really big. Really are. I think I think there will be pressure on them just because this is probably this their first comeback since they kicked out Jessica. Yeah, so there's so, going to be a lot riding on I that. Mean, like yeah, yeah, like because their last song they tagged for the for by SNSD standards it tagged. The video was crap. Uh, so I don't know. I mean. I don't. I don't particularly care about SNSD like that. I mean, I mean, there's some people that are already like proclaiming their like demise post Jessica's. I, you know, I don't know. There's, I, you know, I, it's not really fair to say anything because nothing's happened yet. But yeah, because I like Tao, dislike Tao so much, or her attitude so much. I, I wouldn't mind actually. I mean, if they're past that age, they, like. They have reached that level or that time in their career where it's on a downward slope. They're about, they're all of them have boyfriends. They're not appealing to the male audience anymore in the same way. That's why they have this more tougher song, like the "Catch Me If You Can." It was like it's very, it was quite different from their usual songs. At least uh, I think that I think that. So uh, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting, like because it'll because a lot a lot is riding up. Because if they tank this time, people will people all over will declare it as the end of an era. Yeah, well, I you know it's one of those things where people are definitely going to be really waiting for for something to happen. Excuse to you know say something like either they were really horrible or really good, you know, will be like no in-between, I think, with them. But we haven't seen anything really from them yet. Apparently they've already shot their MV in Thailand and all that stuff, so it's just an issue when they decide to come out. 2PM hasn't released an MV yet, but I think they're already promoting... 2PM has released MV. They were on music, with Music Bank, or... Did anyone music. see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, what did you think? I heard I, I heard like buzzwords like Chippendales and stripper. Um, so yeah, I, I did get a positive. <laughs> it's very female gazy. Okay. I guess that's kind of refreshing if you consider how much male gaze we get. So I don't mind 2 p.m. doing it, but I thought it was interesting. I did see some people. That were, you know, I did see like some screenshots and of them in their outfits, their deep neck shirts did and such, and people were like, you know, oh, it's so cheesy, and I was like, well, I mean, <sighs> I mean, uh, I kind of it's two p.m.'s thing. They've always, I mean, I, you know, I mean, at this point anyway, they've they've kind of been like, they've always been kind of like, uh, I don't want to say Chippendales, but that. They kind of give. They've been kind of given yeah, off that have. vibe for a while now. <laughs> In Japan, especially, it's very chippy. Yeah, I mean, suits. and that's kind of their thing. And 
you know, then they're really they're whole they're really into the whole, you know, partying, frat boy, dude bro identity now too. So um I, I don't I, know. <laughs> have you have you seen the MV? I haven't. Is it out uh, yet? I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's been out for a couple of days now. Oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, remember, I, I like the video, like, it's very pretty, but it's very, how do I say it? Like, if you, like, you know, the good, the one good thing about JYP is that they always have English lyrics to their videos. Mm -hmm. And, like, when you read the lyrics, you're like, oh my god. It's like, it's about taking home a girl that he's like, stop pretending, I know you want it, come home with me, nobody has to know. Oh, I do remember that from the teasers. Okay. Yeah, like. Yeah. I'll, like, uh, I'll be waiting outside, come, and she's like, so they're like acting kind of sleazy, and the video, like, it's the the least tacky video I've seen from JYP in a while, but it's still tacky, like, and that's the one thing I have, I have an issue, like, I feel like the concepts that 2PM does make them look like try hard adjacies, it's like, it feels like Madonna trying too hard. I think, see, that's the thing, I, I kind of do agree with that, I, I think only because as they've gotten older, it's kind of morphed into that, in a sense, where I think, I don't know, I think they have to find that kind of balance, because as much as it wasn't really, it wasn't my thing, but I kind of liked it for them, the whole partying thing, being kind of a carefree, you know, kind of concept, I think that fits them better than kind of the whole, you know, sexy, sexy, um, you know, yeah. woman killer kind of thing. I don't know. I don't mind the woman killer, but it's like the hair, the styling. Of course you don't mind the woman killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like the whole style, it feels like the, there's one thing I like during Big Bang interviews, like when we feel outdated and we're not pulling it off, we're gonna probably end our careers, and that's the one thing I think. Two p.m. I think two p.m. are at that stage when they're not pulling it off. Like crazy, look, just didn't pull it off. This last, this latest song, the video didn't pull it off. But when I saw the performance, I'm like, I did not even like the song, but I, but I was like, damn, like, I like, I like the 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 whole that they're catering to us, ladies and boys. <laughs> and I was like, and you know how I feel about Juno, like, uh. so. I, don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with you. I think that they actually look way more normal and in their natural setting when they're partying. Like, I haven't seen this new music video, so I, I can't say on that. But like, crazy, I definitely think fit them as people. Like, definitely a fit Junsu as a person because he's ridiculous. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they are ridiculous frat boys still. Like, everybody brings up their age, but they're not actually that old. Like, they're partying the same as, like, the people my age party right now, and, you know, I just turned 26 on, on the 15th. So, I mean, yeah. like, that, yeah. that's how we party. That's how people <laughs> this age party. Like, you have a good time, and you're outlandish still. Um, and I think that they pull it off. Like, they definitely look like a bunch of frat guys, but they also still seem like they can pull that image off. They don't strike me as, like, all the juices that... Like, yeah, all. I think part of it is because I'm looking at some like gifts and stuff from the MV, and I think part of it is their styling because they do kind yeah. of have them made up as a juicy. 
Like the the styling is kind of. <laughs> I just see her trying to look young. Yeah, a juicy, chic, I guess. Um, yes. I think the styling is part to partly to blame for that. Um, and then in combination with everything else in in the song, but I, um, yeah, I definitely like I said, I don't mind the whole. The totally, whole partying yeah. thing, like I said, I felt like that fit them. So yeah, I mean, I don't mind the party part. It's just like they, they have. It's not just them. Like all. I kind of see what you mean. Like it's like there are many JYPs. Even Got Seven, Got Seven look also kind of outdated. Like the whole style, and they're young. It's not that, but well, they were but, supposed to look outdated though. For their last concept, they were supposed well, to. Yeah, 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 but they they look out. They look. Since their first to the last concept, they looked outdated. I can't. Like the only time I feel like they uh, they have styled anyone properly is like uh, Sun Mi, uh, and when they like she like she had the really nice ties with Moon and everything. But I thought she looked guys, terrible for uh, what's that? What's that concept? Full Moon. I hated it. She looked like I, a freaking bird. But I like the. Well, I just anyway. love Full Moon concepts. How about? dare you? I don't like Toucan Sam. I guess I'm sorry. I'm not into birds. Modern, no, gothic. Whatever, Tim. I'm dismissing what you're saying. 24 Hours was way better than Full Moon. I'm sorry. Like, well, it was, but I thought that was Full whack. Moon was good. That song too. was whack. No, the song that was brave whack. that Brave Brothers song was super whack. So. That's the only Brave Brothers song that I like is Full Moon, and I thought it was like perfect for. For, um, yeah. Me, so. But I like the I like their performance good. anyway. Uh, their performance was fun. It was they, that's the cleanest. I looked at them. It didn't look too like the whole styling was not too bad. It was like white shirts and pants, like dress pants, and it, like it's and it's all right because 2 p.m. do actually pull it off and they pull it off well in Japan and they pull it off here. So yeah, good on them. I didn't think I but usually I do like all of their title songs. The, like party, oh. crazy, yeah. no, crazy, add a toy, uh, and the ones before that. I like them. Though. Yeah, it's just it's kind of interesting to kind of see them where they are now. It's it's like they're still. I don't know. I guess it's because they also promote in Japan. It's it's easy to kind of forget about to PM is like oh they're back you know and it's kind of like you forgot they were around for a bit. But yeah. it's kind of like. Like Rain, like you forget about him, and then he comes back, and it's like, oh, he's, you know, he's got yeah. a new thing going on. Yeah, um, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, I'll always remember my man crush of problematicness. Like I'm there. Oh, uh, Rain. Okay. Um, God bless. Uh, so since we never really actually got a chance to talk about this, and Noah is like chomping at the bit to talk about it, so this is a good time as any. Um, we never actually got to um, to discuss, um, even though um, at this point they, their songs have been out for a while now, um, Big Bang's uh, second um, offering from their, well, their, technically their third and fourth offering from their made album, um, We Like to Party and Bang Bang Bang, um, yeah. which they've already released the MVs and um, the songs too and um, have had quite um, the impact on the K-pop community um, yes. uh, since then but um, I um, I know you Noah you said you wanted to kind of specifically talk about 
like maybe some of the 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 concepts or the MVs or I know a lot of people some people people oh, seem I, a little bit more divided on this release. I <laughs> as far as the just, quality of this song, let's just let Noah go. Noah, tell us, tell us how you feel about this music video. Yeah, no, yeah, go ahead. I yeah. mean, I mean, I personally, I don't, I don't. If we're gonna talk about, we like to party. Like, I don't, I, I feel it's harmless. I don't think anybody dislikes the video. That was uh, the best video, best video in years. Yeah, man. yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a lot of fun, like with GDPing and. There's some, there's some like jumping up and down, and it was and like actually being drunk. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> like and like uh, T.O.P. humping that uh, that shark, and he's always holding that glass of wine. Like throughout the video, you don't see him without a glass of wine. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was fun. The the issue people have with the videos is bang, 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 and they and I guess the whole point is mis is mis misogynistic. John. And it's, yeah, because he is chained to the woman, or like uh, he has a Paris Global uh, uh, in a chain on a leash, kind of, or whatever. But from, and it's like people, like, let's be honest, people are looking to hate G Dragon. People are looking for, they are, like, they're looking for anything, like the, the, the little thing, like it could be his. Hair. It could be like some people were complaining that uh, he had glitter on his face, and they say they were saying like, "Oh, he's copying CL." I'm like, "Oh God! Like, can you can you let this guy breathe?" Like, and the one issue I have had, like, not just with G Dragon, it's when they call idols, "Oh, he's he's trash or garbage or shit or problematic." Like, like. What like what? What are you ten? Are you gonna call? Are you gonna? Is this because you're anonymous on the web? You can you you can call somebody trash and shit and garbage. This is it's just ridiculous. And honestly, he yes, he did had the idea that they should be chained to each other. And but you can see she is not like the little pretty things sitting on the side. Uh, in a in a tight bikini uh, with uh, G Dragon holding her leash. No, she's like both of them. Honestly, look androgynous. Like he he's a very pretty man. He's, can I can I jump in real quick while you're on this topic? Yeah. Um, because I think that there's an important thing that people miss. Like first off. Uh, people at first got mad because it looked like she was on the leash when in reality they're chained together with the same collar. Uh, yes. The second thing is that they interviewed uh, the, the choreographer about this, uh, Paris Giobel. I, I can't, I don't, I'm probably killing her last name, yeah. And they asked her directly about it and was and they the question was, what are your thoughts on the scene in the video where you're shown on screen with GD? And she said, creatively, it was so much fun. We were chained together by the neck to show that we are connected together. It was an idea from G-Dragon, which I thought rocked. The minute a woman comes out and has a great interview, like, she is clearly very intelligent, very smart. She's very well-spoken in this interview, and yes. she has said that. So she is an intelligent woman who made the decision to do this, that this idea is fine with her, and she didn't see it as, like, him treating her as, like, an animal or and some sort of dog. And when you watch them in the video, it's obviously very much not... You can you can tell that from how it's being dis how it's being. She's a badass. Video. Like yeah, she's the yeah. she's yes. the most badass person in that whole music video. She and I totally agree. B Dragon 
with one of her thighs. Like, if I mean, she walked obviously... at me like that, I would pee myself. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yes. she was super hard. Like, yeah. not only did she look great, and I don't care what anybody says, like, she looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. But not only did she look great, she did not give me at all the vibe of, like, she's weak because no, she's on she the chain. No. And that's, the th and that's the one thing, like, I got, for me personally, I felt, at the, I got the vibe, because, like I said, J-Dragon is a very pretty man, like, he could pass, like, for some people as a woman, and she looked, and she also looks very androgynous, she could pass for both, and, like, she, she, did, she was not, like, scantily clad, she was, she was, she had clothes on, she was, she was very active, she was very aggressive, not the typical female object to, to for the male gaze or to be dominated by a man. I'm, I'm, like, people need she to give it a She was my favorite part of that music video. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it bothers me because I loved her in that music video. I loved that she was so aggressive and, like, hard, you know? And yes. then people are instantly like, oh, she's treating, he's treating her like a pet. Like, really? That's what you took from it? Because I didn't see that. I just saw her being badass, and that was it. And, that, and like, I saw her, I was like, Oh man, that was freaking sweet. And there's actually—I like, I don't know if you guys it. have seen—there's a behind-the-scenes making of the video where they show an extended part of the dance and didn't make it in the video, and it's just mm -hmm. like she is just dominating. Like she is just going. Like it's so hard from like her end of of the things. Like there's no submissiveness or that no. scene is about her. Like yeah. that's what's so great. That scene is she's about. She's the one her. that's being. Yeah, she's the one that's being highlighted there. Yeah, and it's so good. Like, and I wish people could just take a great scene for what it is. Like, she was the highlight of that scene. She was the focus. Totally. The point was to yeah. see how dope she looked, and it was just GD's vocals in the background, basically. And when they were GD looking... was the beauty piece, and she was the badass. Exactly. If anything, yeah. that would. Yeah, that was. It was the inverse of that. He was the one that was... <laughs> that was... He was the pretty innocent little thing over in the side <laughs> that's just there for eye candy, and she was like, watch me. Put your attention on me. It's, it's my time, you know? And I think yes. that's great, and it's like the minute... I feel like the minute you see something like that, if there's any suspect thing you can pick out of it, that's what they're going to focus on, like the suspect part. Oh, well, she was. it looked like he had her on a leash, and she was crouched down, so she looked like an animal. Like, really? That's what you want to focus on? Why don't you focus on the fact that she was amazing, and all of your attention was on her the whole time? Like, yes. I don't understand. If she I was mean, the dog or the side piece, you would not focus yeah. on her. You would focus on GD being in control of this woman. But that's not like, what the focus is. He was obviously, that's the thing, he obviously was very, very clearly not in control of her. Right. Well, not, he was perfect. not pushing, he was not pushing her down. She, like, he, like um, the last uh, bit of the scene, there were like, it was a lot of sexual tension, like they were holding each other, he was holding her head. On a, like on an equal level, it was not like he was above her or, or anything. Um, I mean, if people have the right to feel offended. If they feel offended, go ahead. That's your, that's your right. But at least be logical about your hate. Like you can, like, oh, he's a piece of trash. I'm like, what? Like, that's the, well, that's the issue. Let me ask you something, Noah. Do you feel like a lot of this criticism is coming from EXO fans? It no. comes from EXO fans. Yes, I can tell you right now. People are looking like. All of SMC has everybody. all of like 
all of SNSD have said something rich. Almost all of them. And so has FX. And so has like especially Amber. She's from she is from LA and she has said she has said the N word. She has done a lot of things. And I know people are gonna hate me. Like I'm not saying big like YG artists are innocent or that they haven't said the N word, but I do feel as as soon as an idol is coming close to hip hop, the more racist they are for some reason. Well, the thing is, is that is when they're coming into that kind of sphere, there's as a result of unless they're maybe even even if they're Korean American or or from a, a Korean and from a, a Korean descent and not just from Korea, you're bound to have some problematic issues. I mean, it's just. I think it's part and parcel of being, especially being fans of something that is is a part of another culture, of another country, that yeah. is appropriating, also appropriating culture, appropriating aspects of another culture. Yeah. Um, you're just going to inevitably see that, um, and it's, it's going to happen. Um, and I think it's also one of those things, too, where each case is is going to be different. I don't mm. think you can put everything under one blanket because each thing it's some people you can't just say oh every, all of them said these things with the intention of saying you know because they're all from different backgrounds they've all had different experiences they yeah. all have different uh, levels of intelligence and understanding of of what you know what they're saying or what they're doing. Um, yeah, and, so it, it's a, it's a very kind of tricky thing for yeah. international fans in in particular to kind of to kind of um, to to kind of balance. Um, yeah. The thing with Big Bang is, of course, being in the position that they are, being such huge stars in in their industry, they're obviously going to be be a, a, a target. People are going to talk about them. Um, yeah. More than almost anyone else. And yeah, I mean, uh, no, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, I do agree. I'm not gonna like 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 I said before. People have the right to feel offended. If you feel offended, sure, uh, be be you have the right to feel that way. But then, but then, please be educated about the issue. Like, and not just from one side. Like, that's the one thing I have an issue with American K-pop fans because they're only looking from the perspective. Of American history and social issues, I do understand it might it might be they might feel offended and and it's all right to feel offended. But come, but like you have to see it out of from a global context. Like even from my native country in Africa, they do it exactly. They culturally appropriate hip hop because they they go with like chains or they go walking around with grills on the in in their videos. But they don't understand the history, right? Because it's American like, cult. It's American yeah. Culture. Even black people yeah. from other countries do not totally get it, and that's and you have to look at the whole picture. And if you're gonna discuss it, and if you you have to discuss about Korea K-pop from a K-pop perspective, you have to look. And I American think that's kind of part of the problem is because it does get so complex, and so yeah. Considering also the type of people that tend to be fans of K-pop, um, when when these kind of issues come up, they tend to be simplified or I don't want to say dumbed down, but it's, yeah, it's it, hard to have very. 
in-depth discussions about them because they are complex issues and um, often are things that you can't just you know simplify and say well this is this or this is this and 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 you know and that's the way things are and you know things aren't that simple life isn't that simple and um, you know I'd, but you know the fact is is that a lot of the people that you know are fans of these artists yeah. and things like that they don't know or understand it or understand you know things to that kind of depth and or even people that I mean those of us that are older and listen to K-pop I mean it's it's even then it's can it can get um, I mean you can just go on Tumblr or wherever and see some of the yeah. discussions it can get really messy yeah um, I know I mean people have their, like and the one thing like, if you just because you are black does not mean you're an authority on this on so on sociology or post-colonialism or racism, you're not. Just because you're black doesn't mean you are an authority. Like, and that's the one thing. Like, it, the people use. I, I don't mind if people just felt offended by it, but they use academic terms from different, uh, like from different branch of yeah. academia. Yeah, and well, you have to remember also that you're that your background and your race and your culture is also going to afford you different perspectives yeah. on the situation as well. So, I mean, I as, as a result of, of who you are and where you're from and what your so, social standing is and, and that sort of thing, um, you're going to see things differently from, from other people. I mean, it's just, and you have to, to be open to that and be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I yeah. mean that that's part of the thing too is is also you know where where you have with um, YG fans and 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 other people they that you know people that are already they're just waiting for CL to do something and mess up and 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 I you know I just I feel it they're just waiting for her to do or say something. Yeah, um, I mean <laughs> let's be honest, like and that's one thing I pretty much. Every group or artist in, for an example, SM has said some said some colorist or racist thing. Like almost all of them. There there are very few exceptions. Like in Super Junior, almost all of them. In FX, almost all of them. Like they say, oh, you're dark, you're ugly. But you never hear that in JYP. You never hear that in YG. Like I never actually heard any YG. Yeah. Like I don't see their song or. Uh, hey, well, the thing is, is that also with the the colorist things and the dark thing, that's that's also a a, a cultural thing as well. And like I said, yeah. it's, it's so it's so deep, it's so complex. It's it's hard to just yeah, kind of pin it as to one facet of of them or to say that this is only SM artists that do this because this is something that no, is prevalent throughout the country. So everybody's I think, I think the more the more the point though is that like, you know, uh, K pop fans will come hard at people who say colorist things as long as they're outside of SM. Not to say that that they don't go after SM because they have, but the, mm -hmm. the the issue gets dropped a lot quicker, or people are quicker to be like, well, yeah, my Opa's a little problematic, but it's okay. But then, like, you have YG, and if they, uh, like, let, let's take uh, how how much heat um, uh, Big Bang got for their last music video, not Bang Bang or I Like to Party, but uh, Bebe with the girls in the... Um, 
what do you call them? I'm, I'm losing the word oh, right now. Yeah, yeah, the, the, tradi the traditional, uh, the hanbooks. Oh, the hanbooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that were changed, right? The only people in this world that are allowed to be upset about that are other Korean people because nobody else has any context of that. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you like Korean culture. You are not justified because it's not your culture. You don't get to decide if that's racist or not or if it's wrong of them or not because you are not Korean and they are Korean. That's it. Period. So your opinion doesn't matter. It's the same as when like white people try to justify racist things that are done to black people. You don't get to because it's not your culture. Tough titty. I don't care how much you know about it. You just Amen. don't because you don't get to say anything yet. That's it. Like if we come to you and we ask your opinion, that's it. Cool. Give it to me. But outside of that, you don't get to. So all these international fans that tried to drag like Big Bang through the mud for it, a bunch of them don't even know, and they're not Korean. So they don't get to say. They don't get an opinion in that re respect, but they decided to speak it. But then when you bring up the fact that Exos Chanyeol is absolutely disgustingly colorist, nobody cares. People are like, oh, nope. yeah, but it's his thing. Oh, he loves his, his bandmates. Really? Because he treats them like dirt garbage because they're not freaking pale-skinned. So why does he get a free pass, but then we drag Big Bang through the mud for doing something that's involved in their own race because they put white girls in it? Korean people put white girls in things all of the time. So you can't use that. People always, if you come from another culture and you come visit and they decide to put you in something, they have made that choice. It is not racist for you to be in it, and it is not racist for them to put you in it. You cannot call it racism. It doesn't make any sense. When people visit Native Americans and uh, you know they put them in Native American wear or make them do Native American ceremonies, you don't have to sit there and go, no, I can't do this because it's racist. It's not racist because people of that culture are bringing you in. They're teaching you about their culture, and they are putting you in it for themselves. Yeah. It's not racist at that point. It is only racist if you do it on your own. When Sungri wore a headdress, like a Native American headdress, that's what you can talk about. That is racist. That is messed up, and that is cultural appropriation. But even then, it's the Americans who have the right to be upset, not you. Again, yes, exactly. So you need to think about it. But you can't pull that moment out and say, hey, this is wrong. You know, Clearly, that, that's wrong. That's something that's wrong. There's no Native Americans in that music video. There's no Native Americans that we know about that were on set. We don't know if a Native American came and was like, hey, wear this in your music video. Like, that's it. So you can assume in that point. But, it, but when you're talking about a bunch of white girls wearing a hanbok, no matter how they wear it, if... The, the Korean people, if Korean people have put them in it, you cannot call that racism. And you cannot get mad at a bunch of Korean people for deciding that's what they're going to do with something that is part of their culture because it's not part of your culture. That's it. You don't know. So you can't say anything about it. So if you're going to throw them under the bus for it, you have to throw everybody equally under the bus for things about their culture that you don't understand. And people are just not willing to do that. So yeah. don't do it. Just just shut up then. Like if you're gonna have that opinion, just don't talk about it. Like, and if you don't have any opinion, please be educated. About, try to educate yourself about uh, home books and gisang. Like don't just right. Like it's very easy to just say just like the first thing that comes up in your mind. Oh, this is so bad. But like if you actually study Korean culture and try to know what it's about or Native American culture, then then yeah, at least then you can say your opinion. But even then, don't like try to trash idols. Like try not call them names because not because it's not productive. And sorry, I think the whole this past couple of years, the whole K-pop community has lacked 
depth in their discussions. It's very shaming, calling somebody problematic, or I don't blah blah blah. I mean, it's, if it, if life was that simple, and if, if the world was that simple, then yes, I would be totally rich. But it's not. It's not. Okay. All right. So, since we did bring up EXO, I'm gonna have to segue into this weird um, kind of uh, tug of war that is going on between VIPs and XOLs. Oh. <laughs> um, it has been going on um, ever since uh, EXO um, dared to release a song. Um, a repackage of their um, album, actual recent album, actually at the same time, um, is Big Bang's. Uh, That's not what next started it, but yeah. Couple songs. Well, yeah, I mean, it didn't start don't, exactly. Don't blame VIPs on a fight that we didn't start. <laughs> we didn't start this I, I fight. EXO started it. We just brought it to them. That's what okay, happened. so this is. This is what I have generally as a timeline. It it's not it probably isn't exactly correct, but generally is a timeline of how things started. Um, is that we have "Love Me Right," which is part of the repackage um, EXO's album that came out um, not long or around the same time as "Bang Bang Bang" and um, "We Like to Party." Um, VIPs accuse um, Chanyol of dissing Big Bang um, because he posted something online that was like uh, a chart um, from one of the um, websites, uh, Korean websites, and it was showing that EXO was, was charting that was charting higher than uh, you know Big Bang or whatever. But they did like. This but then G-Dragon had hold done on. the same thing. Uh, oh, hold, but, but this is the issue, right? It's like an unspoken rule. If you post the charts, you do not show the people that you're beating. That's the unspoken rule. Right. Unless See, you're the like thing is, G-Dragon had you know? posted it as well. And then he added, but he added out the other singers. Channel he posted the only thing that he wanted people to pay attention to, which is the ranking of Big Bang. Yes. Right, and Chaniel hadn't. He had posted the other ones, and then he said um, he had posted a comment to his fans that he was like, I didn't post it to make you feel sorry. I posted it because I was happy to see the songs charting, blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's an amazing accomplishment. Don't frown. Blah, blah. Um, okay, then, I'll after sorry. that, we had a whole thing with Mnet and SBS. Oh, and God. accused Mnet of... And SBS have sabotaging excellent order to secure Big Bang wins. There's this whole thing with, um, as we know, music shows have complete screwed up. I don't know whatever. I I don't. I've stopped trying to understand what their whole entire like basis is for you know who wins and who doesn't win. Um, but anyway. FMNet trended on Twitter because Mnet removed an official performance video and we uploaded another version of EXO's Love Me Right and deleted the original video which had 700,000 views. So by uploading a new one, they erased all the view counts from the previous video and that affected their total um, and affected their ranking and the um, resulting, um, you know, the show and, and who you know, was crown number one and whatever. So there 
was this whole thing with Mnet. People were pissed off at Mnet. People were pissed off at VIPs for no reason. Um, there was an XOL that threatened to bomb a Big Bang concert in the Philippines. It got out of hand. Um, VIP hasn't done so, anything yet, by the way. I just, I just want to talk about the fact that you have not gotten to what Mnet and SBS did to Big Bang. So yes, let's make I it clear, it. this is XOL being Yes, dicks. this is just the, the whole XO and Big Bang thing. So there's still a lot, there's still residual like feelings from that going on and so there's kind of this weird tug of war because they're still technically um, competing against either, each other on the charts. So, um, you know, EXO won a, uh, a music show, Big Bang won one, you know, that whole thing. Then we have the whole thing that Tim was just mentioning with SBS and Kigayo. Um, they have gotten into a tip with Big Bang. I'm not oh, sure that the whole thing, because some people, the last article I read said that they hadn't banned them from the show, but I don't know what the, told, what the official status I is. I interrupt you real quick, real quick, because you okay. missed something. Before before this even happened, the, the next part that you, that's in between here is that um, Big Bang released their two music videos, right? The music shows decided that Big Bang released their second music video too late and refused to count the music video views on them because it was released, like, I think it's less than 24 hours late or something like uh. that. Um, and uh, VIPs got mad about it because that was the actual promoted song. And basically, XOL told them to deal with it and laughed at them and things like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Skip that one because that was important because that's when VIP started to clap back real quick. <laughs> which okay. is why, which is why we have this next drama of yeah. Big Bang actually winning and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So we've got that, um, and then we've got this whole thing with SBS and Kigayo. Um, like I said, the whole like I don't even the whole music show situation as far as like I said how they decide who wins who doesn't win is at the point where people are literally doing like um, graduate level math to try and figure this stuff out because it's just it's gotten so complicated but um, the issue with Inkigayo and then Big Bang is uh, Big Bang um, appeared uh, on the show they performed they won um, however Top and G-Dragon had other uh, obligations, had other things on the schedule, so they were not there for uh, as the acceptance of their award on guys. So it's just the three other three other guys, and they were gone. Um, so someone on in Kigayo felt like that was disrespectful. I don't know what the hell the issue was, and it got around that they were banning them from the show because they all weren't there to accept the award, which makes no sense in the scheme of anything. If you look at all the the, the, the musicians and artists that have won awards before and all the different situations that have come up and where they have won awards, and it just doesn't make sense. Um, I've read, like I said, I've read recent articles where it says they haven't been banned, but I don't know, I don't even really know what the, the, the current situation is, um, and I don't think it's really been stated what they're, if, and if things have been smoothed out between them or not. Um, 
my to my knowledge there hasn't been an official statement made as to you know you know they're going to perform on their show again or you know we have no problem with Big Bang or whatever but that was the whole thing with them so yeah so um and and I've seen some people that have actually been like you know, I'm actually impressed with EXO fans because they've actually been able to stand up to, you know, big group like Big Bang and, you know, they're not dominating everything and and I'm just like, you know, I... <laughs> but neither is EXO, it, it, so... It, it's fandom wars, so it, it, at some point you have to just look at it and be like, what? You know, I it's mean, just so I, I stupid. I don't mind fandom war, it's like that happens, but the level... Like some fans, I'm not gonna say all EXO fans. Some fans have taken it like the bomb threat burning Taeyang's picture, and like so rude. Yeah, yeah, and then like the whole Mnet rigging the awards. Well, like, like, are you kidding me? Some fans from from China uh, found out that they could still vote through Mnet Japan, and they did it. But, but. And that uh, Korea removed those votes that came after the deadline. So there was, but all of EXO fans were like, oh, it was rigged. Like, do you even know the word mean, that means rigged? Rigged means somebody on the inside, like, changed, changed something to favor somebody else. It was not fair game. But it was not like that. It was some fans who tried to cheat, but they, they failed at it. And that's that. Yeah, and I mean the la the last bit of uh, at least the most recent bit of kindling on uh, the fire that's got people in a tizzy is uh, G Dragon was on a show um, newsroom, and yeah. during the interview he was asked, uh, "What would you say is the difference between Big Bang and other competing groups like EXO or Shiny who have also released albums and are currently promoting?" And G Dragon's answer was, "The difference is that we make our own song and our music appeals well to the public, and the public also likes these songs." Yeah, that's the, uh, everybody. Now. And the thing is, is that hold on, hold on, let me finish, let me finish. Let's go through the whole thing. So, okay. <laughs> Anchorman <laughs> also added, "Don't you think the fans of EXO and Shiny will be angry with this statement?" To which so G Dragon responded, "They could get angry, but there's nothing I can do because it's the truth." And um, uh, like, that's my queen. That's my queen. So, <laughs> so hold on, hold on. So Suki says, uh, "It seems that making your own songs is important." And in response, G Dragon said, "It can't be unimportant for me personally. If I were to sing a song that I received from another composer, I wouldn't have confidence. I'm not sure about other people, but because I have always expressed myself through songs that I make at a young age, I would be lacking in expression when singing other people's songs compared to other singers." Yeah, that started a whole lot of crap. And I mean, whole, that guy was stirring, but that, that's what well I mean. The whole done, question G. was leading, like, <laughs> the fact that he specifically was, like, EXO and SHINee fans. And the fact, also, I gotta say, with Dragon here, that he just was like, well, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, and I don't care, because he, because G-Dragon, he made the decision because to answer the way he did. did not give a fuck. Long um, hair don't care. So, um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's also deliberate. I mean, it's just, like, I can't even muster up, like, any kind of emotion for it because it's, like, G-Dragon obviously didn't care. Um, the the um, new, uh, Anchorman obviously was, was trying to get that response from him, and people are playing right into it. 
and yes, just being like, how dare you? Shiny's written their own stuff. EXO hasn't been around long enough. You know, this whole thing. And it's like, you know, you like who you like. You know, if they don't write their own music, fine. I mean, if you like someone, you know, you shouldn't have to feel compelled to explain yourself. You know, yeah. you like what you like. I yeah. mean, either, you know, maybe they're not the type of group that writes their own songs. But, I mean, if they're successful and they write songs that, and they write songs that you like and that you enjoy, then fine. I mean, why should you care what G-Dragon says, you know? I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I mean, it's just. Yeah, it's not like he said they are, like, they, are, they have bad songs or they have bad music. And that's the thing, too, is, like, they, he didn't directly insult either. No, he's just said the difference is. And it's the truth. Direct like attacks against their groups, and no. he never says says that. I mean, but, he does and, say and that he doesn't care if they get mad at him, but he doesn't say anything negatively against the groups. It doesn't themselves. matter. I mean, come on. It's not. It's not like uh, Whitney Houston did not write a song for her life, but she still is a legend. It's like doesn't matter. Who cares? But, like, he asked him, what's the difference? He never said, oh, we are better, or they are worse, or they are, you are more talented, and they are not talented. He yeah, said, we write our own songs. And, yeah. yeah and, and it's the truth. Like, all of them have, have or do compose their own music. And, that's, and the, that's part of the reason that Big Bang got the hype that they did, is because they were their own group, and that's why they stood apart, because they wrote their own music and everything from the beginning. Like, that's part of their image. Why would guess, he not mention the fact that that's what got him popular? That doesn't even make sense. I mean, but... It was a bait. Like, it, it was clear bait and clearly trying to stir things up when it's hot. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the same time, like... Yeah, you could say his answer was, I don't know, immature or, like, queenly or anything like that. But at the same time, like, it's totally... He didn't say anything that's not true, and he also didn't say, oh, uh, I write my own music, so everybody else who doesn't sucks. Like, that's not what he said at all. One of his best friends literally sings his music. Like, YB doesn't write that often. Most of his music is GD songs. Like, so exactly. if if he really meant it in a disrespectful way, I don't think he would say that because his best friend is eating off of his plate. Like, that wouldn't even make sense. Why would you diss your own best friend? Like, the hey. closest guy to you in the whole world, why would you poop on him? Yeah. He's not. He's just, he's saying exactly how he feels. For him, he couldn't do what these other guys do. And he thinks that Big Bang's appeal is the fact that they write their own music and compose their own music and everything is them. Like, you hear a Big Bang song and like it or hate it, you know that's Big Bang. You know that GD was behind it. And maybe GD had uh, Top helping do some of the lyrics and maybe YB was doing some of the lyrics or doing some of the composing. Or maybe Sunri was. Or maybe Sunri did the choreography. Or maybe this or that. But you, you know that the whole group is involved in this music and this music is a portrayal of them in the purest sense whereas yeah. you have a sister who like love it love it or hate them like they do songs that people are giving them that's it yeah. and you can still like it you don't have to say like you don't have to be like oh he doesn't write it so whatever that's a trash can and i'm not going to listen to oh. him you can like it he his point is that he couldn't do that and that's what sets him apart and sets big bang apart from the likes of exo and shiny and i think he even means old shiny and not necessarily new shiny because as we know 
on the latest album, there's a bunch of shiny songs that are produced by, or that that Jong Hyun was a part of, and things like that. So no. I think people, I think people just blew it up because, of course, it was bait, and even the way he said it kind of added more bait. But it's not that bad. Like people need to chill. And he's right. <laughs> at the end of the day, he's right. The he reporter threw a bait. The reporter threw a bait. GD threw a bait. Um, like, and a lot of people like took it. But yeah, man, um, like. Come on, like who cares? Like Rihanna doesn't make like doesn't write her own song. Beyonce says she does. Like, it, like it, it doesn't mean your group is bad. It just means that they don't write their music. And let's be honest, mo most kids like the thing about K-pop is like they are packaged, they produce, they they choreograph. Like idols, generally speaking, until like this past two years, do have has not have ha they haven't had a lot of creative control and and if they do it's all usually in the later stage of the career like shiny so yeah i mean let it go i it's mean i don't even think and i i mean maybe it's just me i don't even particularly think what he said was like you know some people think it was rude or he shouldn't have said it i mean i don't even think it was rude or anything i mean it was just i mean he could have been more deliberate with his phrasing yeah, but, but at the same but, time, like I said, I mean, it, you're only—it's only—it's it, only something to get offended by if you let it offend you, you know, yeah. you know, and on behalf of 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 you know, if you want to be be if you want to be offended on behalf of your group or your fandom or whatever, but I mean, it it wasn't, it, like I said, I, I don't read it as a direct attack on anyone. And I don't think it was, and I don't think the intention was for it to be either. I think people have taken it that way just because of the general sentiment going on right now. But I, yeah. too, I do understand because there is this general statement by yeah. YG that they like that their artists are more directly involved. In well, the, the thing the thing that YG keeps saying right is that their artists are artists, unlike other groups, and <laughs> that's why people so get I really do get it, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I understand. Yeah, but uh, we understand. But at the same time, I think people are just making a big deal because of the drama going on right now. I think that's the general. I think anybody who really like looks at it and thinks about it and takes the time will come to the conclusion that like this isn't actually that big of a deal. That nothing that he said was untrue, and that he didn't really take a shot at anybody. He just made a statement that was bait. Like he got baited into making a bad statement, essentially. Uh, but at the same time, I don't feel like he was baited because it was so obvious. You know, he was literally saying, so, Z-Dragon, you want to say this, you know, affirm this comment that I made that's going to make EXO and that's Shiny fans bait. mad? And he was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Obvious <laughs> bait is still bait. I think, yeah. I think he got baited. Like, I think... Definitely. I think he got baited into saying it because GD hasn't ever really been good at pulling punches. Like you gotta no. know, you have to know who you're interviewing, and uh, most most good interviewers want this kind of thing, right? Like to people can be mad about being baited. That's what an interviewer does. This yeah. this dude proved he is a great interviewer by getting GD to say that. There's no arguing that this guy isn't great because he just made yeah. GD say something that he probably shouldn't have said, and it's going to be a headline for way longer than it should be. But that's that's the thing. You have to know what buttons you can push and how to push those buttons and how to get people to say things that will put you in the headlines because that's all an interviewer cares about because the interviewer doesn't look bad. 
GD looks bad for getting caught by bait because that's yeah. what the interviewer is supposed to do. Like, what are we talking about right now? The fact that GD got baited and he said something, right? That means the interviewer did a good job because we're not talking about the interviewer being stupid. We're talking about the fact that GD fell for the bait or that regardless if he didn't fall for the bait, he still he gave the interviewer the answer the interviewer wanted. Oh, please, he didn't fall. He jumped right in. Yeah, but uh, that's what I mean, though, right? Like, it's the same when people would interview Kanye and get Kanye to say crazy things. It was like, yeah, yeah but you have to give credit to the interviewer because the interviewer got Kanye to say stupid stuff. He put, Although, in that fact, he, he, he was, in that really wasn't that difficult because he barely had to say it a whole lot. But, right, yeah, yeah <laughs> but you have, to put, you have to put Kanye in that lane because there were yeah. times where Kanye's interviews were very, like, he, he was very tight-lipped because he wasn't comfortable, and you could tell, like... If, like, for example, uh, there's an interviewer, I can't remember what his name is, it's some white dude, but he's trying to get Kanye to say crazy stuff, and you can just tell that he's like, this is bait, this is bait, this is bait, this is bait, and Kanye's just like, nah, I see what you're doing, you're trying to make me look like a crazy black man. But then you have him going on, like, Charlemagne the God's Breakfast Club, and he's just wiling out saying crazy stuff, and it's because they, the way they ask the questions is like, here, oh, I know yeah. you're going to Charlemagne is... is, is... If anything, he's good at um, getting people to say crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. important. It's important to have that, and that's it's a matter of knowing your audience and where your interview is. Like in in Charlemagne's case, he's benefiting off the fact that he has like DJ Envy and all these guys to like kind of calm everything down after he says something ridiculous that that gets the interviewee uh, riled up. But then the interviewer will come back down, and then Charlemagne will wait, and then he'll be like, "Bait." Again, and that's a good interviewer. Like people don't like it, but that's what you want. You want people to say that crazy stuff. You want to know the big, hard-hitting issues. That's what makes yeah. good interviews. True. Okay. So, in your guys' opinion, so right now, since it's like "Love Me Right" versus "Bang Bang Bang," I guess generally in music shows, um, where do you guys fall? Oh, I'm not going to speak on that because I have a bias. Oh, okay. well, I can speak. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, I'm biased, but not group-wise, really. I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, let's be honest. I mean, for me personally, I don't care about music shows because they are, because like if the tally doesn't make sense, like even when Big Bang won on Inkigayo, like EXO had higher decibel points than Big Bang. Big Bang has been number one the whole week. It does. It didn't make sense. Like, like people. I don't know why people are so surprised. Well, that's what I'm, I'm asking why, like, I, I guess I'm asking personally because, like, not going by the the music shows because, like I said, I don't, I mean, I don't even know what what they're using to to measure the votes or whatever at this point. I mean, yeah, I guess personally, like, by your opinion, I mean, because some people have said that they think that the 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 songs that that Big Bang has released so far from their main album have under been underwhelming or, you know, have been or their MVs have been underwhelming or whatever. Really? Um they've been been what they expected, you know. Yeah, I I get their point. I mean I was not like, oh Big Bang 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 is like the most amazing. I had like in the beginning I was like, eh, it's all right but then I got into it like listening to it in the car. But I mean uh, like for me, like for me personally, and I'm biased. Like Big Bang has one. Like in the only category, like fair square, where they actually com have had competed with EXO, it's on the big on, on the charts, like the singles charts. Like they don't have an album out. The music, sh like everybody knows, like YG and music shows are not on friendly terms. Like 
all the time. It's always like some issue first with KBS, then with SBS, and like, and then with and they have also had issues with NBC. And honestly, frankly, I'm like past the whole music shows competition. It's like it's like four weekly shows uh, about idols like winning, like, and it's not even related to actual sales. It's mostly about. Uh, like it's a fan thing, and it's more right. and and child like uh, like TV channels thing. Like so, they have something to show to fans. I don't know. I'm eh. I'm, I think I'm been in K-pop so long. So I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it gets to the point where it eventually like you have your biases, and it's just like. I mean, especially with the music shows, like, it, it, it does get to a point where it's, like, not even, like, I remember when I first started getting into K-pop, like, the whole music show thing. Like, even growing, being a person that grew up with, like, TRL, Total, Requ Total Request Live on MTV and everything, the music show thing was still, like, fascinating to me, like, that they had you know, musicians that would perform three times a week for, like, a month, the same song, and they would, you know, it's not, you know, that's just still something a little different from that than, like, you know, just seeing their music video. Like, they would actually, like, come and perform and, you know, would do this for, like, you know, months on end, you know, just to promote a song or an album. But, you know, after a while, like, even, you know, that, like, it, the whole, the whole, you know, the importance, so-called importance of, of winning a music show award, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of diminished and you have to kind of assume that, you know, for a group like Big Bang or the older idol groups, as, you know, they get older and they've reached a certain point in, you know, their successful careers, if they've been successful, you know, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter as much either. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna look, if you're gonna sum it all up, like Big Bang is still the biggest group in Korea. Even if EXO has a lot of fans and they sell a lot of album albums, even if they are not selling one million, because it doesn't count. If you you have 20, 40 versions of an album, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, I'll I'll let I you mean, say that. I would, I'm I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying with Big Bang, like I don't like I don't yeah. count with this when they have repackaged and they count it to the whole total album sales. I'm like, no, only one album counts. Taylor Swift sold one million. Lady Gaga sold one million of one album, not repackaged, and yeah. that's the only thing that counts in my eyes. So I'm not discriminating EXO. Yeah. But, but the but like people say, but what I'm trying to say is like Big Bang is the most popular group because they are well liked by the public. The only group that challenges Big Bang in terms of general recognition is SNSD. SNSD is probably more well known by the public, but other than that, they sell a lot of albums. They they sell a lot of singles. They they sell a lot of like their concerts are bigger and more, they make more money on their concerts with exception of uh, DBSK, they are the ones who sell the most. I mean, they are, for me... Well, they're beating DBSK now. They didn't beat DBSK as five, but they're definitely beating them now. Maybe not in Japan, but to but in total, around the world, they are, they are the biggest group. 
Well, it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about DBSK in Japan versus now versus Big Bang in Japan now, I would still give the edge to Big Bang for sure. I mean, he also, I feel like I feel like also the DBSK and Big Bang are. I mean, they're kind of kind of rubbernecking, but they're I, I, I would consider them to be from two different generations of idols. They are, but they're the original you know. rivals. Like that's the original. Well, not original, but that's the big rivalry of, like, that's still lasting. Obviously, you can't talk about Shinwa and Shinwa's rivals anymore because Shinwa is the clear winner. But outside of that, it was DBSK versus Big Bang versus, uh, uh, what's that group called? Double S501 or whatever. Like, that group no one cares about. So, so, I mean, and at the very end, at the end of the day, like, Obviously, everybody knows DBSK. Everybody remembers DBSK, but DBSK's image is very hard, like hard tarnished by the fact that they aren't on good terms with JYJ anymore, and they split into yeah. two versus five. Whereas Big Bang is still here, still together, and still promoting like just as strong as they used to be. So I mean, really, I mean, when you look at it from, and I think VIPs have this as kind of a, a they hold this as a badge of honor because. Um, girls' generation fans used to as well. That yeah. they're kind of that they're really kind of the only idol group from that golden era, I guess. That people look at this still has all its original members. They're still all together as their original. Through controversy and all. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't like everybody talks about the controversies of the other groups. I don't really think anybody's gone through as much controversy as Big Bang, and they're still right here. I mean, like, I, they I let don't the know controversy break them. Yeah, and I don't know if it's true. I mean, there's been some things I've read where people have, um, <laughs> you know, um, kind of alluded to their points where they almost did break up, or there was, you know, and I'm sure other groups oh, have issues. I'm sure other groups have that happen all the time. We just don't know. Um, Because, I mean, obviously there were issues and scandals that did happen, and we didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. But, I mean, yeah, that's kind of of where we're at at this point, you know, with them being, um, you know, being the kind of elder group here. And, I mean, the only other group that kind of um, kind of holds, I guess, holds water with them as far as I guess in their generation and, and from their era is 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 goals generation kind of at this point even they've kind of like I said yeah. with, with Jessica the whole scandal with her they've kind of got that you know little tarnish on their their record so I you know um, on that note however um, is there um, one more thing, I guess. I, I guess we should um, do before we close up. Is there anything else that we want to like talk about in depth um, before we close up for up. the week? Yep. Like, do you want to talk about the G Dragon brief thing? Uh, what would G Dragon? Brief, like the whole, because I thought that was interesting. I didn't know about it. Um, maybe. Um, do you have anything to say about Show Me the Money? Actually, Tim, because I know oh, yeah, the yeah, teasers have been up yet. No, nope. coming up. 
Uh-uh. Nah. -uh. No, I'm gonna I wait <laughs> till I see more. I'm just I'm not touching it. I don't I don't wanna look at it. I'm touching it and I'm saying it's like it already looks bad. It already looks like yeah, a Yeah, it looks mess. like a mess, so I'm not I'm not I mean I'm not ready to touch it. Even even my boo <laughs> Mino is like he is a like already hot mess yelling on the top of his lungs. I'm like, oh god, Lord Jesus. I'm like I'm so ready for this hot mess and uh, the fan wars and the bickering. Like, like Zico is there, Jay Park is there. I'm like, oh yes, it's gonna be so much fun. Like, have a seat, take out your popcorn, and enjoy the ride. Black Nuts there, who I uh, hope burns in a freaking fire. But you know, why? Because he has a song called "High Like Eason's." Or higher than Eason's, and that is in such bad taste, and I hope, like, he, I don't higher know, falls on a, higher a than trap. Higher than Eason's, who has gotten in trouble three times for marijuana. Oh. Super rude. And he also has a song that that's about him wishing that he was Benzino, and hold on, I, I think I have the lyrics somewhere. Let me find <laughs> it. It's really freaking embarrassing. Uh, so this is part of this song, right? Uh, I wish it was mine, Benzino's money, Benzino's car, Benzino's clothes, Benzino's fans, Benzino's raps, the 24-7 every day that Benzino lives, the pay that Benzino gets per concert appearance, Benzino's schedule, Benzino's bank account, the entrance to Benzino's concert with the long lineup, the presence filling Benzino's waiting room, Benzino's popularity, Benzino's location, Benzino's nipples that bitches want to lick, Benzino's tone, Benzino's flows, Benzino's smile, Benzino's style, Benzino's face, Benzino's body, Benzino's IQ, Benzino's soul view. The way Benzino feels when he walks past the women's university, if I could live for Benzino, I would. <laughs> that oh, is God. a black nut song. That fool needs to go so far away from me. Like, oh, God. First, like, I can't, I can't handle it. Like, the dude is way gayer than me. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love it. I love him. Oh, like, my God. What's the other part here? I'm just, I'm going to do it just for you. I'm going to find it. Hold on. Oh, God. Uh, the next part is Benzino's armpit hair, Benzino's toenails, <laughs> Benzino's pubic hair, Benzino's navel, Benzino's nipples, the shit on Benzino's panties, even that's sexy, Benzino's guts, Benzino's organs, Benzino's kidney, Benzino's earlobe, Benzino's tongue phlegm, Benzino's sebum, uh, the crust on Benzino's elbow, Benzino's dandruff, Benzino's dead skin cells. <laughs> Whose Wattpad are you reading from? Like, this what? is legitimately his lyrics. Benzino's sphincter, Benzino's booger, Benzino's piss, Benzino's shit. How would oh, I feel if I read oh. Benzino? Yeah, thank you. Like, thank literally? You. Like, are he you kidding your me? lyrics from a song yes, of his? these are lyrics from a song of his. Okay. Yeah, oh. thank you. That's why I do not want him on the show. <laughs> Like, damn, if there ever was a fanboy that would go too far. Whoo! I, I don't even understand. Are you like, I wish oh my I was. What I wish this, there was. Like, this is glorious. Like, why did I not notice this? Is that song is legitimately called Menzino, and you can go find it. It's well, on YouTube. Go listen to it. Enjoy it. I can see why. I mean, <laughs> I, well, I, I think if anything is... is, is is worth to have that name is that song because that's clearly about him. That's wild. I mean, did, did, 
That's like the dude is totally like crazy. I mean, the guts and like and the shit and the poo and the pee and I'm like, damn, there you going into dangerous territory, girl. I'm like, damn. <laughs> wild, dude. So wild. Is, I don't know. I'm like, what the hell? I told like, you. It, I mean, I was with him up to the second verse. The se- he gets too <laughs> wild, dude. He's out of control. <laughs> the second verse, I was like, armpit. I'm like, eh, if you're into that, go ahead. But the gut, I'm like, eh, what's going on? Oh, Way what? too wild. Too much. Like, oh, oh I'm like, this is glorious. Like, this makes me look forward to show me the money even more. Because, like, all the judges are such a mess. Well, see, now everyone, I, you know, I've been reading some things where people now think it's too many, too many, it's too, an idol infested. So now everyone thinks, you know, I guess, you know, show me the money is kind of on, as Tim would say, is kind of selling out because they've got idols, um, more idols, you know, yeah, well, in excessive seasons. I, you know, I can't really say that because I'm not really someone that's followed the show that much, other than you know who's won and who's been on there. But um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, when is it gonna start, Tim? Do you know? Uh. Um, okay. I haven't been paying too much attention because I think it looks ridiculous. I'm gonna watch <laughs> it, but I'm I'm already like on the boat. Like, I really don't want to watch this. <laughs> I know that I'm just going to be upset the whole time I'm watching it. I mean, this, this is going to be messier than love and hip-hop. I'm looking so forward to this. Yes, yeah, I'm, sure I'm it is. You're, you hit it on the money. Yes, I love I love drama. Well, okay. Well, hopefully it will be as good as I'm hoping it to be. Okay, yeah. any, any other things that I haven't brought up? Oh, I, I do want to take a time to remember uh, a beloved Momo from 16 who was uh, tragically oh, behind on the show. Don't do this. Who was cut short. No, don't I had do to this. because she was, it was, okay, it was JYSP's fault. He's the one that decided that she should leave the show ultimately. And, you know, if that negatively impacts whatever the hell he's going to call this group that's coming out of the show is going to be on him. Momo will be fine. How are you going to do this? Come I'm on. So but I got to give it to her because she was the only person that I felt had any, like, I mean, at least at this point, from what I saw, the only person that, like, made me interested in seeing anything from the show. I mean, she's the only one I felt had, like, any stage presence. I mean, when you've got the girls together performing songs like Happy, Uptown Funk, Problem, and for some reason, I mean, this is, like, the most random-ass song that I could possibly think of. But And this was a group that Momo was in. They performed The Way You Love Me, which is a song called by Carrie Hilson. And oh. some people... Um, consider it um, just some background here. So people consider it the downfall of Carrie Hilson because the actual the song, I guess, is not bad, especially, I guess, if you're lo- only looking at it in the context of uh, the girls on 16 that performed it. Uh, Carrie Hilson had two versions of the song. Um, one of them was called The Way You Love Me. The other one was called The Way You um, Make Love to Me. But in a <laughs> request term, 
And it was just basically her screaming that over and over again. The video was a hot-ass mess. She was like, I mean, people, it was just, people kind of saw that that was like the last thing I think that she did that people, that was like, kind of like people, I, I mean, it's kind of like, a, it's kind of a meme on certain places on the internet. It's like, that was kind of her like last, you know, Hurrah. <laughs> Hurrah, yes. Was, Basically, was, if you're not a rapper, you're not allowed to talk about people effing you repeatedly. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, just, I mean or Nicki Minaj. I mean, she just didn't have that. I mean, the song, she just, it did not come together at all. It just, it was, it was just, so it was kind of weird seeing it kind of randomly pop up on uh, a Korean uh, reality, um, you know, show. TV show. Yeah. But, um, as, as far as, like I said, in the context of it, if you didn't know anything about the background of it, the singer or the MV or anything, it wasn't bad. And um, I actually think Momo and her group performed the best. Um, I thought, I mean, just for me personally, even not caring for that song all that much. Um, so I, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't like to say too much because I do have a soft spot for JYP, but... I mean, I guess he knows what he's doing. Um, really? Maybe, you know, we don't really know what he's got planned for the, you know, what he's trying. I mean, he may have certain, you know, he sees the girls, you know, when, you know, and other times when we don't see them. So, I mean, is able to see them interact with each other and knows, you know, who has chemistry with who or gets along with who and he has ideas for the, the group's image and concept and whatever. So maybe Momo um, doesn't fit that. Like being like let go of JYP as a trainee is like is like a straight ticket to success anyway. <laughs> well, um, from what I understand, like I don't know what her future is with JYP, but from what I understand, the ones that are eliminated from the show aren't necessarily let go as trainees. Um, they still have a feature with the company. They're just not going to debut in the group that's coming out from the show. <laughs> so, um, you know, whatever that ends up meaning, who knows. Uh, but it doesn't mean they're necessarily let go from the company. Um, but, yeah. So, um, yeah. Just wanted to, to say that because I never got to um, mention that, and I think I'm like the only person that gives a crap about 16 at all. I think maybe Kiara, Kiara has mentioned it a couple of times, but I was, I mean, I was obviously, this has deflated me a bit. I was a lot more excited for it <laughs> up until now. Um, no. So, we'll see though. I mean, usually with, I don't know, for me, like these kind of shows with uh, Korean um like elimination style shows with the, for me with the with the pop stars I not it's weird because I feel like I would with with the way K-pop is I would be more interested in seeing how the groups come together but I with their reality shows are not as interesting to me as as you know you know I just want to see the group debut and see you know their concept and see everything fully formed I'm not really interested seeing them come together as I am you know like. I mean, Amer obviously, American Idol is finally going to be ending within the next <laughs> year or so, but it's been on since, like, 2001, 2002. You know, people sure. wanted, you know, or 
you know, uh, are used to kind of, you know, you see how a superstar is born sort of thing behind the scenes sort of thing. Fifth Harmony is a girl group that is gaining, the first girl group to, to gain any kind of, like, um, attention in, in the U.S., God, since, like, Destiny's Child, I think, or Pussycat Dolls, PCD, I don't know, I guess PCD, mm. Destiny's Child was split up before PCD did, I don't know. Um, but before those two groups, um, if, uh, and even Fifth Harmony, they're still kind of, I can see you guys made, like, <laughs> did not make any kind of, like, like, <laughs> like, did, did you know who they were? But um, they have, um, they have kind of, they're kind of like a K-pop group and that they have, like, a very dedicated group of internet fans and that's how they've, and their song has been, it's it's on American commercials. It's on a Hershey commercial. I know it is now. And the song's been kind of in, it's been consistently like in the top twenty, top forty, whatever for they have a song. <laughs> so they're a girl group and they have a dedicated fa uh group of fans and so they're they're very much kind of like uh K pop group in, in those constances where they have they're they have fans, they're called harmonizers and, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Lord have um, mercy. Harmonizers. Uh, um but they're like the, the you know the the first go group in a while and they were um put together on the American version of the X Factor. So they were put together the same way uh One Direction was. Um mm -hmm. that group. So that um so that that you know it seems like that's a, a Western thing, you know, as well. But I, I can't really get into it with the kind of K-pop version. I just kind of want to see the end product. For me, it's not interesting to see them, you know, get together. You know, that's when it's always kind of weird to me because I always have to remember Big Bang had, they had a whole, like, you know, show too, kind of elimination show because, you know, that's how we have the whole thing with Hyunsung and Be Beast and... You know, mm -hmm. he recently came out as a solo. He used to be a member of Big Bang, and he was eliminated. And Sungri, he wasn't Sungri. a member of Big Bang, but he was trying out to become a. Well, member he was in the running. Bang. He was yeah. in the running, and then he got eliminated. Both him and Sungri lost, and Sungri came back. That's what happened. <laughs> just, just, yeah. just in case anybody forgot how that worked out, they both <laughs> lost. Okay, they <laughs> both were losers. Poor Sungri. Um. Yeah, so... Um, like, he's not in, like, the most famous boy well, group that's, right now. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's how the VIPs like to paint him as. I mean, did you guys see that picture with that uh, Japanese... Uh, was she a singer or actress who took a picture with him? And she put it on her uh, social media. That was Hong Kong. Yeah, and she... Yes, Hong, yeah, Hong Kong. Um, and she was saying, she was like, oh, well, you know, he's not my bias and my favorite member of um, Big Baby. He was really nice. And people ripped so her <laughs> and for not saying, for saying that. Because then you're like, oh, sorry, he, he has to, you know, he's like, he has to deal with so much criticism from YG. And it's like, he deals with so much. And it's like, why are you making him, you know, you know, and then for him to have to see that. And he's like, hasn't he been through enough? And I'm like, it's not like the guy has been like 
tortured or you know made to, to sleep made to sleep out in the street or something. I mean, he's he yes, he gets a little bit less shine than some of the other guys. But he's yeah, it's not like he's had you know three solo projects by now or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's yeah. like. Jason's only had what like two. All right, that's no big deal. <laughs> it's not like he's completely ignored. I mean, come Pop's on. Pop's never even had a solo album yet. I mean, like Jesus. Yeah, okay. I, I mean. Yeah, he's, he's struggling though. He's he's out here struggling. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I just thought that was kind of in interesting because I was like, I don't see where the outrage. I mean, yeah, I mean, she could have been a little bit more chosen her words a little more carefully, but I don't think that's a huge kick to Sungri's ego. I don't think he's crying. Sungri is gonna be just fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he's, he's not even gonna lose sleep about it. He gonna yeah, be I don't think that it's gonna you know bother him at all. So yeah. So okay. So that's that. That's that's truly all I have to say. Unless you guys have anything to add to that. Oh, um, one more thing. Um, anything to say about M three Black, M Black three? Oh, I didn't even watch their thing. But they're ending their promotions early because Geo's condition, I guess, is bad. Which yes, is I heard bad. about that. <laughs> I I don't even I haven't even like I don't even have the heart to like watch them because it's just it's very sad to me. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean like, <laughs> let's be I honest. And M Black was over way before E June and uh, the other oh, one. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, no, but everybody knows that. I mean, yeah. thanks for that everybody knows. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like, I. it's just, I don't know, it's just like watching someone beating a dead horse. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I do, like, the funny thing is, like, the irony is, like, when they debuted, they were the most popular group of them and Beast. And, like, to see where Beast is at and where... Yeah. M Black. Yeah, Beast won that whole. Well, M Black was also only more popular than Beast for their debut promotions, and that's it. And that's only because June was like naked. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason that they were that popular. And then the minute they moved away from that and Beast stuck to their like Beast image, they were fine. Like Beast was gonna yeah. win. And then like Rain, I will say this about Rain was that they were kind of promoted as Rain's like pet project. They were all like five mini Rains, and then yeah. eventually like. Rain had his scandals, and I don't know what happened. He separated from from them, and um, kind of went his own way, and then went in the military and stuff. So I mean, they haven't had any affiliation with him for a while, um, and that kind of I think lowered their um, popularity. You know, visu yeah, popularity yeah, or just you know their like, visibility and, in general. Yeah. So, yeah. And black is like the poster boy group for bad management. Like, they're like, j Camp is awful. They're like the same as TS and the others. Like, the, like what's it called? Uh, the Empire. Yep. Yeah, it's like bad management. That's the reason why they, nev why they never really took off either. Like, Cube is a Cube is one of the bigger companies and they have done really well. So that's that's the reason why beasts are more popular. Like, uh -huh. that's just, that's just, that just shows how important a good management is. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah. I mean, that that's what it comes down to. Sorry, guys. Like, that's the reason that Beast is more popular. They had better management. That's it. They had better management. I mean, a lot of that comes down. I guess you can argue that they had a more, uh, more, like, music-friendly sound, 
but yeah. that's it. Like that's the only argument you could make is that their mu- that in Black's music wasn't necessarily as tailor made for the public as Beast's was. But yeah. I mean, again, it's a bunch of guys. It's not it's not as hard of a not as hard of a formula. And that was before Cube was on the map, really. So yeah, true, true. Yeah, <laughs> all very valid points. Okay. Any other any other points to make? Any other yeah. anything you guys want to make a point about before we wrap all this up? No. No. Nope. All right. It was a good discussion, guys. Um, <laughs> Tim, would you like to tell our listeners how to get in touch with us? Really, me? Because you do it so well. Yeah. Why, why, why do you not warn me ahead of time? Like, why can't you just give me a <laughs> well, moment to... I, well, it's, I figured you would know. I mean, because yeah, I asked you, you every you're time. Like, you're like the... I, that's not, that's not how it works. You're like the music show's, <laughs> like, host. Like, you, have, you, you know it, like, on top of your head like that, so... Oh, uh, that's not how it works. But I will do it because, you know, I'm just a... I'm a Thank trooper you. For, for the, for the crew and everything. So thank you for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, please check out our website, notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com. Uh, we are also on Tumblr, notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com, where Shannon runs the show. Uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Uh, if you found us on iTunes, please uh, subscribe, first of all. But also rate us, leave a comment, please. Uh, I will definitely be checking it more since one went uh, under the radar, but I will check it more. Uh, you can find us on iTunes at Not Your Average Netizens. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you can find us on uh, SoundCloud. Or if you're listening to us on iTunes, you can also find us on SoundCloud at uh, soundcloud.com slash Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, if you have anything that you want to say to us or talk to us, you can... Uh, send us an email, notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. Uh, if we get enough of them or if we get an interesting one enough, I'm sure we'll read it on the air, talk about it, do all that good stuff. And uh, if you want to speak to us on Twitter, I think most of us have the Twitter, and it is not, it's at NYA Netizens um, on Twitter. So Yeah, we've all been posting, so um, if you want to post anything to any, well, at least I think me, Tim, Kiara and Shannon. Oh. Do you have a Twitter, Noah? Um, Twitter nothing, no, I, I do, but nothing. I'm very active. I'm just. Okay, okay. I'm just, so I, I think it's well. just us so far that usually are on Twitter or posts, but. Um, and me, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely see it on there as well. We all, we all post on that account, so. Good job, Tim. <laughs> see, see, that's why. That's why I ask him because he's so he's so good at it. It's true. <laughs> so true. Why we have him here. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. It has been too long. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, Noah. Yeah, it's a pleasure for me back. too. I'm glad I'm having my comeback, and you will okay. definitely hear from me much more, whether you like it or not. <laughs> no, I definitely like to have you here because. You you guys definitely get into some conversations when you you and especially you and Tim when you guys get together. So <laughs> yes. So right, okay. um, thank you guys so much for um, for listening as always, and um, we will be back um, hopefully in another week. Um, 
uh, there'll be definitely be more um, MVs, uh, more comebacks, more news for us to talk about. So until then, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.